Welcome to the High School Hockey Podcast. Today's podcast is brought to you by the Minnesotan. Today, Tony, Carl, Danny, and a special guest, John King, uh, join the show today to talk a lot about high school hockey. Uh, we do a little double A, double, little single A, and in between, we sandwich in John King. Uh, John comes in and talks about his latest endeavor uh, and everything in between for his hockey, how he's involved, getting involved in the hockey world. Should be a great show. Uh, speaking of great, you should check out the Minnesotan. Great store. Unique stuff. Vintage hats apparel you name it unique stuff you want to go to a great store and see a minnesota museum dedicated to minnesota and minnesota sports check out the minnesotan and white bear lake check them out at the minnesotan.com use yhh as a discount code uh get 15 percent off or go to the store and say yhh and get the same discount there hope you enjoy today's show Is a burning thing, and it makes a fiery ring bound by wild desire. I fell into a ring of fire. Well, good afternoon, boys. How you doing today? Are we ready to jump into the ring of fire? Yeah, well, should we reveal where Carl is for the rest of the world? He's not in Duluth? No. Where is he? It's an undisclosed location. (laughs) (laughs) Are you in the capital? Uh, Maybe. (laughs) I'm quite glad I'm not there right now. (laughs) Uh, Where are you for real, Carl? I'm uh, I'm at a place that Danny knows well. It's called St. Thomas. Really, St. Thomas Academy? Uh, it's a different St. Thomas. Wow, that sounds fancy. U.S. Virgin Islands St. Thomas. Yeah, yeah. I mean, since I had some free time, and um, you know, my usual uh, winter diversion is not happening until next week. Um, I figured I'm one of these people who can work remotely. Why not go spend a few weeks in the Virgin Islands? So that's where I've been for uh, a while now. <laughs> Life is hard, big time. It's really miserable as I sit here in shorts and a t-shirt and stare out at the Caribbean from my my window here. But yeah, it's really rough. Uh, I get that nice view of thirty five W North. Little lights going on. Oh, it's the best over here, Carl. You're missing out. You're missing out. You are definitely missing out. Well, Tony, I think yeah. you you lied a little bit though. We have a lot to talk about today. Yeah, we do. Lots to talk about. Um, obviously, hockey uh, is back. Uh, kids are practicing. Uh, and more important, they're practicing with masks on. So we often avoid politics and the discussion of politics or political things of political nature, but we can't really avoid it when it comes to wearing a mask while practicing and while playing. I'll let my... Uh, uh, more liberal counterpart on this show. Tell us why it's so great to wear a mask uh, while playing hockey, Carl. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. We agree on that. <laughs> Thank you for uh, taking that platform for me. <laughs> yeah, it, it. I wonder if things are going to get changed mid-season. It too? should. It should. I thought today was going to be the day, but you know they got fa- we got fans back. Fans in the stands. This is huge. Progress. It, well, it, it's not a guessing game anymore. 
Right. We know that there's going to be at least 100 fan, 150 fans. Minimum. Or Minimum. Could, maximum. Sorry. Maximum. Could be more, though. I, I think it's going to be more. I mean, once you, it, as I know, I, I've run a lot of these hockey tournaments where you let, you know, they're, they're going to, everyone's going to push the limits and push the limits. Um, although I will say this from a soccer perspective, not that soccer's equivalent of high school hockey, people just knew they couldn't come. You know, so, you know, the parent, I was a parent, so we could come and there'd be a few students that would come and we did some sneaking in stuff. You know, we would sneak our little tags in and get people in. So, but they weren't, but the Jefferson people and and all the other venues we went to, no one was exactly. Puncher thing. Yeah, they weren't clicking. So I think that if you really, if there's a will, there's a way you'll get into the games. I don't think you won't see certain things this season. I don't think bands will be there. Nope. Um, just, you know, normal everyday stuff won't be as common. Um, I, I do think, you know, I go to enough games in season. I go to a, a number that aren't 150 people, even in a normal season. So right. I'm not really concerned, but we also don't know like how certain rinks are going to handle that. Like you said, where, okay, like I'm driving to St. Cloud. We use this example a lot. Yeah. But if I drive to St. Cloud and go to the Mac, is the Mac not going to let us, let somebody in and reserve a number of fans for. And the other thing, this is from our, this is kind of like from our perspective is, you know, we're not parents or we're not players, you know, we're more like media and we're groupies in some kind of way. And we get into games for free for lack of a better term. And, and we, there's a rare rink. I mean, I'd say Burnsville's the one that doesn't let us in. So, you know what, if Burnsville's playing something that I want to see, I just know I'm not going to Burnsville. So over the course of this season, we'll figure out where we're welcome and where we're not. Yeah. And I think everybody will too. Right. Yep. I agree. I agree. So, uh, Carl, what, what were you going to say? No, I was just agreeing. Yeah, I think I'll be find myself probably limited to a lot of Duluth East games and uh, streaming a lot of stuff online. Yeah. yeah. I think we're going to have a lot of online nights, too, where you're just like, mm-hmm. I look at the schedule, and no offense, and we'll get it. I mean, it's a good segue into this. It's like there's so many conference-only schedules. No offense. I don't want to see some of these games. Uh, what what do you mean? I was gonna list one, but I, I okay. It, can it would, I, can it would I help you there? Is not nice. Uh, uh, well, I'll help you. Okay, <laughs> because we normally throw shade on the Lake Conference a lot, so I don't tend to want to see Wyzetta Edina for the third time in no, a season. They're playing three times too, aren't they? In the regular season, mm-hmm. okay. And so if there's section, this could be a fourth time. <laughs> yeah, that's a new record. <laughs> But I think a lot of those coaches, I remember talking to Sean Goldsworthy, and he's like, I want to play Donna three times. I'm like, you're crazy. I, I, I think there's a lot. Uh, I would want to play Dyna three times as well, okay? Yeah, it's it, good practice. It's it's really good practice. Uh, you're always going to face a good competitive team, and we'll kind of get into that when we break down schedules with some of these teams. Um, but you – you don't want to, you know, keep scheduling cupcakes, and a lot of these teams didn't have the possibility to do that. Right. There's like, mm-hmm. there's some conference only. So like suburban east conference only, south suburban conference only, northwest suburban, northwest suburban conference only. I mean, it, it is. Uh, say that again, Carl. 
Yep. No, I was just repeating what you were saying. Oh, okay. <laughs> and so, so the reason I'm bringing that up is I remember two, three years ago on this show, uh, Carl brought up the fact that he didn't like conference play. And I was like, wow, that's great. And then he made a really, really good case as to why conferences mean absolutely nothing these days nothing. when it comes to high school hockey. Yep. And now it's just enslaving teams to these schedules where they can't play teams they want to. And you've suddenly got great teams like Creighton or Prior Lake or Lakeville South who are going to be stuck playing none of the other good teams other than you know, any ones that happen to be in their conference. And we'll have no idea how good they are come sections. And seating is going to be a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, the seating meetings aren't going to be good at all when you have a conference-only team that's in the upper third of your section. It's going to be really tricky to... Yeah, but part of me wants to see a mid-major play, uh, you know... A, t- a power five type yeah. of thing too. Yeah. And so that's where this kind of is exciting. We don't have this always happen in high school hockey because normally in the two a field, if you're a good team, you're playing the good teams. Right. And so we don't usually get to the state tournament. I mean, last year we saw St. Thomas and Hill in a semifinal game, and that was the third time that they had played each other. And so it's going to be kind of refreshing if there is a culminating event, quote unquote, which there, <laughs> there's going to be, there's going to be, yep. but um, it, it's going to be nice that it's going to be so like unknown. And it's going to be kind of, okay, how are these guys going to match up against so-and-so for, for me, that's kind of exciting because there's more intrigue on state. There's more intrigue on section play for sure. For sure. For sure. Um, let's talk about those sections. Did, did I list them all off that, that have that section, that conference? Yes, only? Like you did. Yep. I just, I, I just, We'll get deeper into it when we go section by section yeah. of, of the conference, and you're going to rank. Danny's got a schedule ranking, so if yes. you have a really good schedule, you get an A, and a bad one, you get a D. Yes. I didn't give any Fs. You so, didn't? Well, because none of the teams that might have Fs, we're probably not going to talk about. All right, so I'm gonna, I got we're a couple. We're going to talk about Ely. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. All right, I got some business items to go over here, some announcements. Um, Danny contends that we weren't on iTunes and Spotify uh, before the state tournament. That could be. I know through COVID I, I was able to finally resuscitate that possibility. I think we are. We are definitely on iTunes and Spotify now. You can find us there. You didn't have to go to Podbean uh, like you did in the past. Um, we still produce on Podbean, but it can be seen on those other platforms. I don't know. For me, it's nice because I just made the switch over to Apple not too long ago, and so I have Apple CarPlay, and then it's just super easy to go you yeah. know, podcast that way. I love it. I listen to Spit and Chicklets. I, listen, I actually listen to ours every once in a while just to see how we perform and if we're, you know, good or not good. I think we're usually pretty good. Um, that's the first thing. Uh, next, uh, I have a few announcements here today. Uh, we have a tournament we're rolling out next year, uh, the first week in December, called the Champions Cup. Uh, Hermantown, Eden Prairie, Hill Murray, and Benilde St. Margaret's playing a public-private crossover tournament next year at St. Louis Park Rec Center. Uh, those teams aren't very good. Can we move on? You're not. That's, <laughs> that doesn't you? do anything for me. Just imagine now, <laughs> next year, Hermantown's going to have Max and Zam Plant yep. on their team, and they are going to be a lot of fun to watch. And they'll be playing against a team, uh, a Benil team that will be loaded. Hill's going to be yeah. young and loaded. Uh, and and it, it, Eden Prairie will have 
They'll be not so good next year, but the next couple years after that, watch out, they're going to be really good again. So hopefully we can keep this event going, the coaching. Being on a tech string with Bill Lechner, Ken Pauly, Pat Andrews, and Lee Smith, that's kind of a dream come true. <laughs> <laughs> it's a blast. Oh, my God. Ken Polly's the funniest one on there by far. He's by far the, he's the, he's the clown in the group. It's so funny. <laughs> And I mean that in the nicest way. He's always making fun of guys, and uh, some good, there's some good chatter in there. That's fun. Yeah. Um, what else? Um, the Schwann Cup for years held at the Blaine Super Rink uh, is now being handed over to Utaki Hub. So next year uh, we'll be running our famed YHH Squirtacular the weekend, the week of cr- after Christmas, as well as two sections of Hockey for Life, it'll be called. Uh, it'll be a Hockey for Life North, and we'll have uh, uh, two, a gold and a bronze, or silver and a bronze, and our gold will be down in Prior Lake. And then we'll have a girls' division as well up at the Super Rink. So wait, so that's that's going to be going on simultaneously. Simultaneously, that's going to be really cool. I want to see pin swapping high school level. We might. I mean, that'd be a bad idea. <laughs> that would be cool. I love going over to the Super Rink during the Swartacular. It's it, cool because it's just so busy. <laughs> oh, it's insanity. But, you know, we'll have the high school's games going on at the same time, and it's just going to be a big, giant festival up there at the Super Rink. It'll be cool for the kids to kind of watch those games as well. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll yeah. be fun. So that that's that's coming up next year at the end of, the, you know, 11 and a half months from now. We're already planning for it. So those are some housekeeping items before we can jump into uh, our section-by-section stuff or, or rankings. I want to know the rankings. rankings. I know. I know. We, we were jotting down all the teams. Now Carl gets to put uh, – We're, we're not going to say – we might – him and ha, Carl, but can you save the reasons why maybe when we're talking about the teams? Sure. So save it and then just list off one through ten right now. One through ten, and we get to, we still get to mock you, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, him and Haw. Uh, as... but, but, but I can't defend myself. No, 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 no. I see. Okay. Mm-hmm. That seems right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go, Carl. All right. Number one, Eden Prairie. Nope. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Go. Maple Grove. There you go. Uh, there you go. Number three, Hill Murray. Like that. I okay. Like that. Number four, St. Thomas Academy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Number five, uh, roll the dice here, Pyro Lake. Wow. Not, no. That's like them. I like them. Number six, Lakeville South. Whoa. Whoa. You're, you're <laughs> getting somebody in your section. <laughs> All right. Keep going. <laughs> Number seven, Creighton Durham Hall. Oh, you're forgetting someone in yeah, your section. Yeah. <laughs> seven double A. Oh, sorry. Seven double A. <laughs> Number eight, Benilde St. Margaret. Oh, my mm. Lord. That was 6AA. I think you... Mm-hmm. you Do we need that. to give you a chart? Mm-hmm. They're orange. No. orange. Number nine, Edina. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Well, where is Edina? There we go. Yeah. All right. right. Okay. Number 10, why is that a... No! Come on, man! <laughs> wow. <laughs> Did you... No, no, I got one. I only get to ask one question. Okay, I got one okay. question. Okay, I got one question. Okay. okay, what when you were growing up? What was the area code, the prefix of your area code when you grew up? What was it? I know it's not now. You had some fancy Washington D.C. area code. But <laughs> what do you, what was it when you were growing up? 
It was 218. 218. Okay. All right. Just want to make sure. Uh, I just want to make sure because there's two pretty darn good teams up there. You know, really uh, good close. teams. Really good they're teams. Close. We'll talk about them today. We'll talk about them. Will you? <laughs> but we're going to start with the South first. Yes. Go ahead, Danny. Okay. So we're going to kind of go section by section. Um, what do you think, Carl? Do you want to do um, section predictions? Two at the end of it? Tony, yeah. you're on mute because you're eating a cookie. Okay. Sure. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Anyways, okay, so let's start off with section one double A. Um Carl Take the South. Oh thank, <laughs> thank you. You swallowed well, the cookie. Yeah. <laughs> so Section two. <laughs> Lakeville South does return a lot of talent, um, namely Kate Ehrenholtz, Jack Novak, Tanner Lickey, uh Jack Malinsky. I mean, this team is going to be loaded. Um, they lose Griffin Lucky, and which is a loss, obviously on the huge D- loss, uh, huge loss on the D side. But you know, this is a team that returns a, a two-time state tournament appearance team, and then just for you know, you youth hockey. Uh, people out there, they also uh, their ninth grade class was a perennial top five team in Bantams. So there's a ton of great sophomores on this team that we don't you, you don't know the names of, but they'll they're there. Trust me. Well, you, you know some of them because some of them played as freshmen last year. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. But and there's Don more. And Lickie and, yeah, and more. Yeah. There's and, more and coming. So in my little comment on the write up on that one, I said, yeah, the, the difference between Lakeville South being a good one double A team and them being. You know, a potential top five team, I think, will be how well those sophomores come along. They're there. It's going to be a good, good class. You know, you know, Johnny Novak is a kid, a defenseman. Jack's younger brother uh, is a special player, um, and you'll you'll see him right away. He might step in right away and fill the shoes of Griffin Ludke. Uh, Carl, why specifically did you have them at number six? Yep, there were six. And uh, really, you just look at the offensive depth here. They're returning what looks like seven forwards who had over 10 points last year. Uh, you've got that great incoming Bantam class, adding to the softwares who are already there. Um, the returning goaltender. Um, defense with Lidke gone is a little thin. Walensky is really the only returner who put up uh, significant numbers last year. So that's maybe the one concern. But look at them. They're deep. They're loaded. They have a section that they should win. A lot of reasons to like the Cougars. So, right. so my concerns with them when I was looking at their schedule, they are a conference-driven schedule. So really their best matchups I saw was Lakeville North twice, Prior Lake twice. After that, it's a lot of mediocrity. Yeah, the South Suburban, it's it's not terribly pretty this year. I mean, Rosemont will be okay, but beyond that, you know, we'll talk about this when we get to 3AA, but a lot of those teams that are usually decent, you know, top 20, you know, 15 to 25 ranking teams just aren't probably going to be there this year. The East Views, the Egan's, you know. Burnsville, yeah. Burnsville. We know nothing about those teams. No. And we won't learn much about them other than that they're not good in that league. That's the problem with this conference-only stuff. And, and we may never know. Right. Too. Because I always made it a point to try to watch a Burnsville and a yeah. watch an Egan just because then you have a litmus test on what you're seeing with Lakeville scores or prior Lake scores. Correct. Um, so I gave their schedule a D just because I really did. They didn't only get about three good games. F- four at, you know, yeah. max. And that, that means Lakeville North next has to show up as well. 
and be a yep. contender in this section. And let's give Hastings a little credit, too. I mean, they actually do play something of a schedule, you know, since they're in the Metro East, and they were in the section final last year. They returned a decent chunk of what they had. I mean, it's a reach, but I think they're at least borderline top 25. Top they're, they're in maybe. the discussion, for sure. Yeah. They've been in the discussion the last few years. I just don't think it's going to happen. No. So, yeah. Uh, Lakeville North also returns a couple of uh, nice players. Not much. Yeah. Gasparini is notable on that. Ben Munson, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, double D, but that's about it. That's about it. And their schedule is exactly the same as Lakeville South. Carbon copy. <laughs> Except they play each other, and that's the yep. only difference. Yep. So, I mean, their schedule is pretty much a D as well. I would probably put Hastings in there at like a C plus, wouldn't you say, Carl? Yep. I would. At least. Yeah, I think they have, they have a pretty decent little schedule. So, okay. S- section 1, AA. We're just skipping over all of Rochester. Oh, section 1, AA. <laughs> who, who do you got? <laughs> but I, I, don't think, I don't think Rochester has anything right no. now. No, no, no. And so I'm, I'm confident skipping over them. If they start to plug in some noise, the Rochester schedules are brutal. Uh, I looked at them. And Dodge are, County's going to beat the Rochester. I know. Year. That's the best part of their schedule is Dodge County. Yeah. And, and then it's just it's Dodge County's best matchups aren't the Rochester teams. I know. And that's that's the hard part, at least. I was kidding about Rochester. Oh, okay. I just, okay. I just, we just, like, anyway. lost over an entire <laughs> area code. Major metropolitan. Yeah. <laughs> so, with that being said... Carl, who do you got in this section? Lakeville South. I, I think we all do. Unanimous. So, moving on to section 2AA. This one gets a little bit more um, juicy, let's say. Let's start with Carl's number one team, Eden Prairie. They return Carter Batchelder. Luke Middlestad is coming back officially from Lincoln. Correct. Um, Drew Holt. Mason Langenbrunner is coming mm-hmm. back as well. Yeah. Um, and I forget if he was doing it before and after. Uh, well, he was in. I forget where he Sioux was. City or yeah, somewhere somewhere like, like that. I don't know. They do lose um, some high end scores though. Ben Steves and Johnny Middlestead due to graduation, but um, Jackson Blake. That's the biggest loss I think out of. I yeah. mean, Ben Steves was a, a Mr. Hockey finalist. Yes, but I think coming into this year, Jackson Blake is a really big scoring. You just can't. He's a thirty goal scorer. Yeah, goal a game guy. He he really is, and you could see when his addition last year really made his elusiveness is noticeable out there very quickly, and he was just right space, right time type of player. Great hockey player. It's too bad. Now, Carl, why did you have them at number one? Uh, I think if you look at their top, they say top top five players that they they can put on the ice at the same time. They're clearly the best in the state. Um. I think the top units loaded, um, and it's really they're a very similar team to the Eden Prairie teams of the past few years, which have been a ton of front-end talent. The question mark is maybe on the back end, but, you know, you look around the state this year, I don't think, you know, we don't have an Edina or Minnetonka of two years ago type team. Um, no one's really blowing things away, so I went with the known quantity, Eden Prairie. You know, they did play for a state championship a year ago, a lot of talents back, and they know what they're doing. I, I would say, the, the, to your point there, Carl, there's a lot of flawed top teams this year, the, uh, kind of like last year. There isn't a, a straight go-ahead top team. I'm not no, going to yeah, disagree I'm with that. Thinking will be a little clearer than last year, but still, yep. 
Um, I'm going to – I just don't – I think that they're going to be a good team. I just don't think they're the number one team in the state. I still think that they need to settle in with what they got. This is a really a mirror image of their Bantam team a couple of years ago, except for Without, Jackson. Yeah, and, and, and when you go to Maple Grove, which would be the next one when we get to that section, they're missing Brock and J.J. I mean, they're two yeah. of their top three players, so you can really argue that, that it's not a fair comparison. But I would also say the classes, the, the, I know we're not at their deal, but the, the class – the juniors, the sophomores, freshmen, all those teams for Maple Grove have been state champions at Pee Wee and Bantam level. So their depth for Maple Grove is way deeper than within Eden Prairie. Yeah. I won't disagree about So I still like yeah. Looking at EP's schedule though, EP's schedule is loaded. Okay. They play Tonka Tonka. Is it an A? They get an A? A plus. Oh, I like that. Yes. So they play Tonka twice, Wyzetta Trice. Edina twice, Benilde, St. Thomas twice, Matamidi, Holy Family. That's a pretty pretty good schedule. Eden Prairie's playing Holy Family? Yeah. 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 What? Yeah, I know. I know. Holy wow. Family slipped in some really Mending juicy ones. Mending some bridges there. Yes. Yes. Wow, that's fascinating. Mm-hmm. That's almost, that's almost as fascinating as the Hermantown Duluth East one. We'll get to that fascination later. <laughs> <laughs> That's in the two one eight where Carl's from. Uh, yes, yes, that that little area that he neglects. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, I guess you know looking at beaches, you know, makes you forget about the cold, wintry. Where you're winds. from? Where you're from? I've lost my roots. Your roots. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I really think that uh, um, as far as the two A teams go, I think Eden Prairie has the best um, best draw as far as schedule. Um, it helps playing late conference opponents. Wyzetta is going to be good. We're, mm. we're going to talk about oh, that. Um, and playing Edina is never a bad thing. Benilde is going to be strong. St. Thomas twice is obviously a – I, I just really liked the schedule, and I think it pairs up well for them. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, Carl, who do you want me to talk about next? Let's talk about Prior Lake. Prior Lake. Okay, let's talk about Prior Lake. How you said it? Cinco. <laughs> N- numero cinco. You said the name, though. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Casino. So, <laughs> Le Casino. Far too casual to a dismissal. <laughs> Le Casino brings back um, their sophomore line last year, and they are now juniors. And uh, Will Schumacher, Alex Bump, um, Sam Rice. This mm-hmm. is uh, going to be one of the top lines in the state. They were last year. I agree. And so, it, it is pretty... Um, it's going to be fun to see what they can do this year. Unfortunately, they really have a painful schedule. They're on the um, Lakeville <laughs> North, Lakeville South train. What if you were the commissioner of the uh, South Suburban, or if there was such a thing, and you were listening to this show? You just would shudder. Slide me a DM. I'll just <laughs> let you know. Don't schedule a couple of these games that are conference opponents and just maybe th- free up three or five for non-conference. I agree. But, I mean, this is a team that lost some senior leadership in Colin Toshi and Preston Lindenholm, but really what they returned was the juice of their team. Isn't that what you see, Carl? Yeah, yeah you know, not only that top line, but they also return a lot on D, which you know obviously is a key part of being a, a contender, and their goaltender as well. So, uh, really strong core. Most of them still juniors, so 
would still have another year in them, but uh, you know, obviously they were right up there last year, uh, you know, knocking on the door of the top five for portions of the season. So no reason they can't do it again now that they're just a year older. Here's a little, uh, uh, we'll call it a youth hockey history with these classes. Um, this group here, uh, when they were peewees, made it to state. Uh, in the first round, they defeated a group called Osseo Maple Grove, the state champions. Um, uh, when the, the the junior class, you're talking about Rice and Bump and those guys, they were the number one team in this whole state. I think they lost in the quarters or semis up in Moorhead and State. So this is a really talented junior-senior class that's had a ton of success. Um, I think uh, Casino could be... The high roller here, they're not going to be intimidated at all by Eden Prairie. Uh, it's can they can they get win the big one? And that's yeah. why we've called the casino. Can they put together three straight games in section play? And they haven't been able to do it. So let's talk about that in a little bit. But let's keep on chugging with a couple other teams. Tonka, in, Tonka. Yeah, uh-huh. I have a couple other teams written right, down. Let's hear it. Tonka. They do lose a lot to graduation. It, yep. They lose um, Braden Lacomi, Nick Henry, James Miller, Teddy Lagerbach, Griffin Streeter. I mean, these are state champion players that they're losing. Yeah. Um, they return Hunter Newhouse. Good player. I didn't find a lot else on that. <laughs> did you Did you see much that I was missing, Carl? Uh, no, I think, you know, you look at this Minnetonka team and just the organizational depth is just so exceptional that, yeah, they lose a bunch of people, but they've got a whole bunch of other people coming in and they don't really have the, the top end talent that you see at Eden Prairie or Prior Lake right now, but it's still just a deep, solid contender. No doubt about it. I, I, let me talk to some of their freshmen. Uh, uh, Darby Hendrickson's son, Beckett Hendrickson, was the Bantam League in MVP this year at like 33 points and took a weekend off. So <laughs> he's one of the top Bantams in the state. Uh, he's skipping his Bantam year. He'll be playing varsity. Mm-hmm. And I'm hearing word that uh, Drew Stewart, who was our Wiz Wyatt Player of the Year as a, as a peewee, um, if he was, if he would have stuck around, if he does play Bantams, I, I don't know, he'd be one of the top two or three finalists for Bantam Player of the Year. He'll be playing varsity. He's a little guy, but he's super fast and really talented. Kind of an Oliver Moore type of player, really fast. Great balance. Um, he'll be he'll be a threat if he plays varsity. He'll be a guy you'll notice right away when you when you sit down and watch Minnetonka play. If not, he'll be a Bantam Player of the Year finalist for sure. He was the MVP of our of our Blue Ox a few weeks back. It, it really feels like this is a Tonka team from like three four years ago. You know when they started bringing in the young guns yep. of Bobby and Hannes and stuff like that. Yep. It kind of feels like that team. It does. It really does, and they'll be good. Their Bantam team was really good this year. And they're going to be fast. That's a hallmark of uh, Tonka teams, no doubt. too. No doubt. Um, I gave their schedule an A, actually. They play Edina three times, Wyzetta three times, EP twice. They play St. Thomas. Uh, they play Moorhead, which Moorhead's going to be a little bit down. But still, you know, they're, they scheduled pretty well, considering. Yeah, we'll get to Moorhead later. Mm-hmm. That's in the 218, too, Carl, if you don't need to know. Oh, interesting. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Carl, name another team in this section. How about Holy Family? Yeah, that's a good one. So Holy Family, uh, they do lose a lot in the scoring department. Uh, Lucas Jorgensen graduated, and Trey Fetchkell has transferred. Um, so yep. they return, but, but everyone else is back, <laughs> and that's a big but, uh, uh, especially here. Um, uh, return a couple of you know. 
big scorers from last year in Nick Blood, um, Ben Redden on the D-line, uh, Luke Roloffs is back. Great defenseman. Mm-hmm. And so, really, like, this is a team that's going to throw a big wrench into this section, too. I, I think see. so, too. I'm, I'm glad they get to yeah. play Eden Prairie. We finally get to compare the two when it comes to, you know, section, the section, the, the coveted two AA section meeting. Because this is going to be a good one. There's going to be four or five good teams in this section. Yeah, I have the borderline top 15. Yeah. And, and they have a pretty decent schedule, even though the Wright County, uh, as we have talked at nauseum on our program, is not normally the highest quality opponents when you're playing the Litchfields, the Hutchinson's just tough. It's tough. And so, but they did, they were able to schedule St. Thomas twice in Prairie Hill, Murray, Blake and Benilde, even though Blake's a little bit more down than, than last year, that's still a good pickup yeah. considering they have to play a lot of Wright County teams. Great pickup for their scheduling, yeah. Yeah, so I, I gave their schedule a B just because of the teams that I did not read off I'd here. I'd give the B plus considering all the you know, sure, hard I, work I, that Noel put in to get I that. I would be willing to do curve. that. Yeah, I, I'd be willing to do that, but just the dogs on the schedule are true tigers and yes. dragons. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay, Carl, uh, I think the only other team that I kind of wanted to touch on was Chaska. and. Why? Why is a good point. <laughs> Chaska is a team that's very depleted. Yeah, I think Max Burkholder's not coming back. He's playing yeah. in the in the USHL. He yeah. would have been one of their key players. Um, they lose everybody else. They lose Snuggerud, Lavelle, Omshine, Magnuson just committed. committed yeah, yeah. I I only bring Chaska up is because Chaska's been on a trajectory in this section. Recently, they they made it to the semifinals. They beating Prairie we at a section Eden, final last and, year, and then they were at a section final last year. Okay, and they weren't far out of that game. No, and, and so it, it is. They are worth noting, but they are depleted. Yep. Uh, so that being said, who do you guys have in this whoa, section? Whoa, 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 whoa! You, you just blew past. Shakopee, a blue pass, Chanhassen, which needs some love here. Okay, sorry. I didn't mean to Linda Ron said this. <laughs> you did. Blue by me. Huh? Blue, blue by, by you. you. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Okay, no, and go I, for I, it. I just want to make make it clear. I, I've, I've pumped Shakopee a little bit on this show and say, hey, you know, they're building a, a nice little Calvin program. Harris, right? Yeah. Uh, no, no, not Calvin. Calvin. Uh, I'm totally drawing a blank on Calvin's last name. Damn. We'll get it. Okay. Um. um so... You, you've seen you've seen all this 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 Chaska Chan Chaska Chan Chaska Chan in their in the youth. You've seen them. They've won state pee wee titles and they've been there in the Bantam state tournaments. There was a big switch here in the last year or two where a lot of these kids are now starting to go to Chanhassen. So Chanhassen is starting to get the lion's share of the top talent. So this pee wee AA team that was you know, a fierce team a couple of years ago. A lot of those kids are going to Chanhassen High School. So it won't take long for Jesse to get a put together a nice crew of kids at Chanhassen High School. So I think Chaska and Chanhassen will start to get more and more leverage on the western suburbs and have have some positive teams. So there you go. I, I right. think that's worth Did you get Calvin's last name yet? No. <laughs> you you didn't delay long enough there, All right, Tony. Sorry. Um it, Anywho, who do you have, Tony? Mm. Go Eden Prairie. Carl? 
Yeah, I suppose I should stick with my number one. I, I are you going to gamble on this one? No, I, I'm still going to go EP. EP is usually tried and true, and they do a good job at section. We're going to have to mix this up a little bit. Yeah, this show is getting pretty boring at this point. But I don't think it's going to happen in our next section. No. No. No, it's not. <laughs> okay, section three, double A. Can we just skip it? I like to talk about it. Hey, Max Nagel, Jackson <laughs> Hallam. Jared Wright. Jared Wright. Just committed. To Colgate. I know. Um, so I St. Thomas is going to be the front runner, five seed in this section. Uh, that was a be joke. A fi- they should be a five seed. <laughs> I would if I would walk in and go, we want the five. Just give us the five. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they return a, a obvious Mr. Hockey front runner. Mm-hmm. And, and we should yep. have said that with Luke Middlestad as well. Yep. Um, you mean finalist? Finalist. Front runner would be the person who's going to win, and I don't. I don't really know. I who's don't. Win. I don't, don't know, know either. It's going to be hard for Kukinen to overtake Callum because of the third round draft pick. That's thing. that's. Um, I think we'll talk about that later, but I think it's going to be tricky. Yeah. So St. Thomas returns a t- uh, enough scoring on this. It's going to be really cool to see what Jackson Hallam can do. He had a great second half last year and, and really just came into his own during the 2-3 zone that they were playing. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I listened to the Trent podcast, and he was talking about that and like right. didn't know the date that it started. But I think it's going to continue yeah, well, this yeah. year because it just worked. Um I don't know, Carl. Yeah, what did you not, see with that? Not only that, you know, St. Thomas also they basically returned no defensemen, so it's it's all forward. So I I think it would make sense that they're going to keep on shoring up their defense with that right. funky forecheck. Yep, and, I agree with that. Yeah, and as long as as long as they turn the forwards loose and let them score, yeah, they're they're in great shape. So looking at their schedule, they have Eden Prairie twice, Hill Murray twice. They play Edina. They play this little school on the east side of Duluth, and they play Matamidi twice. Good schedule. That's an A. That's an A. Uh, the uh, only simile in there. I, the only reason yeah. why I said it was a B to B plus is because again their dogs are not that good. They get tartan too. Um, I would have to relook at it, okay. but right. it, again, it it, it has Whoa. some of the Metro East uh, right. normal clowns. All right, and so that's wow clowns. clowns. There we go. There mm-hmm. we go. Gosh. Mm-hmm. There so we go. Who else do you want to talk about in three AA, Carl? Where's my crickets? Um, <laughs> um, I think I think Rosemont's worth mentioning simply because of Luke Lewandowski. Luke Lewandowski's coming back. Yep, yeah. they lose uh, a lot of players year over year. Charlie Strammel's at the development team, yep. well deserved too. Can't wait to see what comes out of him and yep. everything going forward, but. I mean, they also lose Jake Ratzlaff, we assume. Yeah. When you Where commit- is Jake Ratzlaff? It's like someone sent out a search party. Right? Where's Bobby Fisher? Where's Jake Ratzlaff? Yeah, well, I mean, he committed He, he committed to Wisconsin <laughs> for football, and yeah. maybe he's just lifting weights and playing football. And good playing on football him. stuff, yeah. And so, because, I mean, Wisconsin, I mean, it's not a great football school. It's not, not really. like a, no. you know. It's not like Nebraska. And it's not like Minnesota. 
But, yeah, right. They beat us in the worst games of the season. I was pumping the Gulfs for yeah, you because yeah, you pumped the Huskers. So nice. You're so nice. <laughs> but yeah, so that is a really, really good commit, and he should do really, really well there. But I don't expect him to play hockey. I don't either. Again, Rosemont's schedule, uh, their best teams are teams that we've already mentioned Lakeville North, Lakeville South, Prior Lake. They're a part of that bunch, and I just don't. They're really going to have to play spoiler to a, a lot of those teams. Yep, I agree with that. Is there any – do you want to talk about Jefferson? No. Nope. Burnsville? No. Nope. No. Um, nope. Eastfield? No. Nope. Egan? No. Nope. No. Nope. Nope. Parker Cottage Grove? No. Nope. Apple Valley. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's St. Thomas all the way in this section, and I don't think it's – Close. Close. Nope, I agree. Yep. It's one of a, the most lopsided sections I've ever seen. Yes, yes. They they need to do another round of gerrymandering year over year to kind of mm-hmm. realign the section. Yeah. I mean, well, it is a census year. <laughs> Creighton needs to get moved to the section. Creighton needs to get moved to this section badly. That that Please. has been a mistake Please. from day from one. day one. I agree. So I that agree. needs to happen. So moving on to section 4AA. Let's start with the returning champions, Hill Murray. Yep. They do lose a lot. Um, they lose their top goaltender in Remington Keppel. Nip Pierre is playing in the USHL. And Charlie Strobel, their leading scorer, graduated and mm-hmm. got a D1 commit after the tournament as well. Yep. They return Dylan Godbout, Joe Palatichuk, uh, Nick Mountain. I mean, you just kind of keep going down that roster. And they return a ton of JV players that were very good as well. Yeah. This team's going to be deep, really, really yeah. deep. There's not a lot of spots, you know, for no. some of these kids that, you know, they're, you know, the old eighth and ninth graders that you don't, that are, aren't household names to you guys, but uh, they'll jump right into the lineup and you'll be like, where did this kid come from? You know, there's, that's just Hill Murray. They just super deep. They replenish themselves every year. I don't expect a big drop off from last year's team to this year's team. Kelvin Simon. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Nope. Um, I, I, I like the way this team is built a lot. I think that uh, they've turned three very good defensemen. Um, they've, got, they've got the good forward depth. Um, I feel like that's just a good good hill build. And I I may have them at number three, but if I had to pick a state champion today, I might pick them to repeat. You know that they're going to have good coaching. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, it's, it's a deep team. We've seen these coaches teams out of Hill the last couple of years. They're very deep. They broke the mold last year. I uh, r- By winning in convincing fashion in that quarterfinal game, this is a team that I can really buy into year over year. And Nick Erickson's the goaltender, right? Um, should he should yeah. be. He'll I be think good. he was the backup last year. He'll be good, too. Trust me, that's kids can really, really tax the puck. So Hill has Monty Midai twice. They play Grand Rapids. He died at... Uh, they'll be good. Yeah. Will they be good? I don't. They're a they're fringe, a fringe, top, fringe 10 top ten team. Okay. All right. Um, sure that. Uh, they play Dinah twice, which is a normal actual schedule for them. Yeah. Um, St. Thomas twice. They play Moorhead, which is kind of cool that that stayed on their schedule. Wyzetta, Benilde, Blake. I would say B plus A minus. Really. A minus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Stillwater. Stillwater loses Noah Tussie, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Cooper Wiley. 
They don't have a great schedule because they're stuck in the Southeast Suburban Conference. Yeah, suburban Suburbanese. I don't yeah. It's the SEC. Close enough. Close enough. SEC. Yeah. So they don't, they don't have a lot coming back. I'm not terribly excited about this team. But I, I, they do roll lines. They don't have a JV. There could be some interesting. Stillwater doesn't have a JV? No. What do you mean? Oh, what? right. They have one through 40. Yeah, I searched Sam. I'm like, what? They don't have a JV schedule? That's a pretty <laughs> darn big half, uh, yeah. high school. How did that happen? <laughs> they have 20 kids? <laughs> like, no, I, I'm just saying it's a, it's a, it's a night. Nice, they have a, they have a program growing, so yeah. um, stuff can happen. And these kids were good in Bantams yeah. too. Oh yeah, this will be a good yep. team. Yeah, it's just uh, they have a tough hill to climb with Hill. What was your take on Stillwater, Carl? Yeah, basically very similar to what you just said. Yeah, it's another like you know very deep program. They'll be in decent shape, um, especially with White Bear. We'll talk about in a moment here dropping off. Probably, I think they're right in line to be number two in this section. Yeah, I, I had Stillwater and White Bear kind of on the same schedule grade too, a C. Yep. They, they play Creighton as their uh, twice, and they play each other twice. I, that's uh, it. That's it. Those are two good games, I w- or four good games, but it's not enough. It's not enough to really make up for it. And the rest of the teams are double A teams, but still fringe, fringe. Um, and then White Bear, like Carl mentioned. They lose Billy Rose, Leighton Road, Sam Newpower, Tyler Steffen. Like, this is a team that was built last year to win. Yeah. And so, it's it's a lot different White Bear this year. I would almost argue, Carl, that Hill has almost as easy of a walk as St. Thomas does. Yeah. Mm. Close. Almost. Close. Yeah, almost. Close. Yep. Close. So, so we, we can just move on past the, the vote on this one. So right? we're all four yeah. for four. Four for four right now. We are. <laughs> and I think we're going to go five for five here, too. Uh, yes, we Boring. will. <laughs> yes, we are. I think we'll split it up at six, but starting with five. Yes. Starting with five, let's talk about the big team. Maple Grove. Kyle Kukinen is back. Yeah, if you, I could say he's just as much of a front run, co-front runner. For for Mr. Hockey, I really think it's um, it's Jackson and Kyle kind of neck and neck, and I would say Luke Middlestad's kind of three. Any of those three, Middlestad, Batchelder, Holt, yeah, any of those three could really emerge this year as as a as a as a favorite if -hmm. if they start sweeping through the late conference. Yes, I agree, and getting a lot of points. Yep, while doing it too. Jack Pert might have an opinion too. Who? Who? Who's that? I what team what does he play for? <laughs> a team that needs more of a supporting cast. I. Oh, oh. oh. oh harsh. Jealous. <laughs> All okay. right. Staying with Maple Grove, they also return um, HV5, or what? what's Henry Nelson's nickname? Yeah, HV5. Yeah. Henry Victor Nelson the fifth. Yes. The fourth or whatever it is. It's something weird. Does, something like that. But, yeah. yes, um, the commit to Notre Dame. Ethan Elias, Chris Kernan, Cal Thomas. Cal J- Thomas is committed to Vermont. Yeah, I saw that. Nice. Um, Jack Winicky is yep, back in goalie. net. I think he's probably the top senior goaltender, or at least one yeah, of them. Well, he's definitely. Yeah, that's Carson Limesand is probably in that mix yeah. as well. Talk about a Lifetime yeah. Achievement Award, that kid. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> 
I just did a uh, st- uh, happy birthday tweet to Olivia King. She had like 2,000 saves from, from Brainerd. She played five years. You know, you go back through it, add up all the saves. If, you, if you're a starting goalie every game, it's like six, 700 saves <laughs> a year. Well, I think that Limer's going to be in the same yeah. boat. Yeah. Four years of Benil, that's a lot of shots. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that that is. I mean, just because they play a lot of games, and, you know. And they play a run-and-gun style. Yeah. That, you know. Yep. Yeah. So they, I, I agree with that. Losses uh, that um, Maple Grove has, Tyler Oakland graduated, Spencer Dahlquist graduated, but, again, the core is still there. The losses are with uh, with with Justin Janicki <laughs> and Brock Faber. Brock Faber, those are the real losses. Yeah, when one of your losses just won a gold medal in, in the Edmonton, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, a loss. That's a loss. Another thing with them, so they only play Blaine, Centennial, Andover, and Champlin only once, I'm pretty sure, each. Why? Because there's other. Osteo twice? Maybe I miswrote this down. Okay. uh, But uh, no, their schedules weren't up yet when I was creating this. Maple Grove was was not up on the hub as of last night. Thank you, Carl. Put your schedule up, Maple Grove. (laughs) (laughs) From the Virgin Islands. (laughs) Get your schedule up. (laughs) Waving a flag over there. Um, (laughs) I have hostage equipment. (laughs) (laughs) Taking equipment. Anyways. Um, so I grade their schedule as like a C plus, really. Yeah, that's generous. <laughs> Just because you know when you're playing that group, but Andover is going to be down. Yeah. Uh, um, but Blaine's going to be decent, like they always are. Centennial, which we'll mm. talk about in a little bit, I think they'll be good. I think uh, they'll number be- two easily. Number two. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk <laughs> about Centennial. You okay with that, Carl? Or did you have something yeah, else to no, say? I, I, I'm. I'm doubting Tony's contention that Centennial is easy number easily number two in this section, but we, we, we Ooh, okay. Let's start with Centennial first. AJ Carls comes back. Henry Bartle comes back. AJ Lemire comes back. Yep. This is a good core that they have returning. Yeah, they're not playing on Olympic size ice anymore. I'm pretty sure. No, they're not. It's a beautiful range. It is really nice. Beautiful. They. I just saw a picture today. Oh, with of the, the graphics. Yeah. Yeah. The bill. It's it's first class. Anyways, I, I just kind of reminds me of. You've been to Rogers before? Uh, yes. Kind of reminds me of Rogers. Yes, it rink. does. It's yeah. Just sweet. Good play. Great. Good looking rink. But uh, they lose Tommy Carl's. That's kind of their only loss that I saw. Yeah. Good. Uh, They'll be good. Now Carl. Why weren't they the easily the second best team? Are you on the Champlin I, train or Totino I, train? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's not a rip on Centennial. I just think this is a pretty good and interesting section. It's a great it's, section. It's also, yeah. changing. it's also it's also changing. You know, the past couple of years it's been Maple Grove Lane, Maple Grove Lane, but now we've got Centennial surging up. Um, and I think Champlin is right there, but Totino was really the team I had in mind. Okay, let's talk about Totino. Why do you say that, Carl? Uh, so. They lose Heffron, who's obviously was their leading scorer last year, but Moose. basically everyone, everyone else is back. Um, and there's some interesting young talent, you know, or more. Um, I think they're, they're just a really interesting team. Austin Bernovic is as talented mm-hmm. as a kid you'll ever see. And, and they're kind of in the same schedule group with the rest of this five double A. Five double A is playing a. We'll have a really good understanding of who the best, yep. uh, like how far they're chasing they're Maple Grove. Yeah, because they're in the same the, conference. The, the, the Northwest Suburban, at least, 
yeah, one, they're mostly in the same section, and two, it's just a little bit deeper this year than those these, those other two conference-only conferences. Now, I feel bad for Elk River, but we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, I think Elk River is a sleeper, decent sleeper, too, but we'll, we'll get there. Uh, hold on one second. Uh, we're running <laughs> low on uh, disk space here. So, <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I just got the warning. That's not good. No, okay. So oh, I think we have 13 minutes left. That's what it's telling me. Okay, so, so we got to wrap this up in 13 minutes. Or we'll we'll we're have gonna, a we're cut break paste. anyway. We're we'll have a cut and paste yeah. job probably. Yeah, don't so. say that. Keep going. All right. <laughs> All right, six it's double like A. <laughs> Did you say eight double A? Let's go. Oh, and, and Champlin's good too. <laughs> yes, Champlin does return a lot year over year. This is a team that's great. Okay, <laughs> to watch out for. But yeah, I I still think this is Maple Grove's section to lose. Yeah. yeah, no question about that. And I and I agree with you, Carl. I think Champlin is a good team. That I mean, this mm-hmm. went, again going back to that. Remember, I was talking about that that those uh, Prior Lake Bantam teams from a couple years ago. Champlin gave Prior Lake games. Champlin was a really good Bantam team a couple years ago. So all those ninth graders are juniors this year. Uh, they'll be a really good team. Yeah. So Maple Grove across the board. Are we okay with saying that? Yeah. Okay, let's talk about Section 6 AA. Carl, there's a ton of teams in this. Where do you want to start? Well, I had Creighton ranked the highest of the ball, so let's yeah, start with the Raiders. So Creighton loses arguably the Metro player of the year, Metro Mr. Hockey of sorts, Matt Gleason. Yep. They also lose Jack Nye, which yep. was a good Creighton player. And but they return so so much. Marco Bellic in net is really really good. The Sandrials, the Fishers, Chuck Altier. I mean, this is a team that's going to be loaded. Yes, and they're all still sophomores and juniors. (laughs) (laughs) I am super excited about this team. Really am. The downside for me is their schedule is. C minus, and, and Funk admitted that to us as well on the last show. It's just this is because they have to play the SEC schedule, and it's just we might not know how good they are until sections. Yeah, yep. and they might not know that either, and that's uh, that's, that's a, a scary team. part. They're a young team, so you know things happen. But I was saying this before the, the show. I think they have a legitimate shot of running the table. Well, Tony's going to have a cough attack. <laughs> So, yes, <laughs> you could hear that on my <laughs> mic. <laughs> yes. Yes. Sorry about that. So, no, I, I think this is definitely a team, like you said, Carl, very much could run the table. And how they handled this schedule it will tell us a lot about this team as well. Because if they do run the table, I have a lot of confidence in this team. But if they stumble where they shouldn't stumble, then I, I'm nervous. Which one of you clowns pre-show said they're going to go undefeated? Carl. Okay. Yeah. You sticking with that one? Yeah. I wish I had a clown horn for on the, uh, <sighs> yeah, you the, know. Or, or, or the I Price just, is Right losing horn. Yeah. Okay. Um, we moving off of. Sure. Of that's uh, Cretan? <laughs> yes. So who who is the – did you have them first? The first team in 6 double That's mentioned? who Carl has. In, in, oh, I suppose they're the ranked the highest, so all right. Who's so. your next ranked team, Carl? Benilde. Uh, Benilde it's all yeah. 7, 8, 9, 10. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, all I, you have it in front of you, so I'm <laughs> yeah. I'm playing that game. Ooh, we're gonna have fun here. Okay, go ahead. Uh, eight Benilde. Love Adam Marshall. Just love him. So you got Adam Marshall coming back. Mm. Carson Limesan, Tristan Sarslin, Jonah Mortensen, Jackson Basson. Yep. It, this is this is a really good team. They do graduate a couple of key players yep. in Nate Schweitzer, Mr. Hockey Candidate, Blake Messenberg, Cooper Gay had a pretty decent great season. Year, yeah. Yeah, last year, and he was a big body too. Yeah. Um I this is a team that has a lot uh, to prove, especially this year. Too. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, it's a good I team. Agree. This is kind of like, you know, they've been kind of on the edge in the past couple of years, you no. Know. It's, and it's it's a deep section. It's going to be hard to break through. But now it's kind of the time for Benilde. It's, so it's been nine years since they've been to state now. Wow. Do they play uh, Edina this year? They usually they've played the last few years. They do not. Um, they play Matamidi, okay. which it's interesting. I've said Matamidi a lot. I yeah. feel got a good schedule. Matamidi, Blake, EP, Chaska twice, but that's a conference opponent. They play St. Thomas. They play Wyzetta, Holy Family, Hill Murray. This is a pretty good schedule. This is an A- minus to B-plus schedule just because of their conference. Right. And also, if you look at it, it's, it's like a tale of two halves. Like Their first five weeks, they play no one, and then all of a sudden, it's nothing but good teams at the end. And so, Coach Pauly really scheduled this one very well. This is, this is a team that's Poised for a good They'll lead. Start out ten and ten and zero, oh and then, yeah, then well, run. they do have Matamidi die from there, but yeah, but even that should be a win. So yeah. all right, we got eight minutes to go. We got to go. Uh, Edina, Edina. Yep. Okay, so key returners. Well, seven double A won't take long. There's none of them are ranked, so it won't take long at all. We or can always play. pause after this section, I, Tony. I no, I know, I know. Keep going, Edina. Edina. Key returners. Nicky, uh, Nick Williams. Back. Jimmy Clark. Yep. Jackson Bors. Yep. And in addition, Mar- tra- uh, yeah. Trey, Trey Fetch- Fetchko. I said Marcus Fetchko. He's on their Bantam team. Sorry. <laughs> so that's uh, they do have a couple of key losses. Loudon Hogue uh, is that's playing. That's the in, biggest one. Yeah, yeah. playing in New Jersey. And who's going to play goalie for them? I really I, I have no idea who's going to be their goalie. That's the Edina proverbial question. Where's goalie coming from? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's funny because their their JV goalie, and I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but he left, and he's playing Tier 1 hockey in Ohio. <laughs> um, they also, Jake Bolton graduated. Yep. Mr. Hockey finalist who's yep. doing well at Lincoln. No, he's actually in at Notre Dame now. He left oh, Lincoln. thanks for that semester. nugget. There you go. Okay. Um, and decommitted from the U to go yes. there. Yep. Um, yep. Uh, well, uh, decommitted. Sorry, um, they played Minnetonka three times, Eden Prairie twice, Hill Murray twice. Why is that a three times? But they also play St. Thomas and Benilde. I gave their schedule an A. Yeah, for sure, it's an A. It's always an A with Edina. They usually get the best opponents. Their first line is going to be a wagon. I mean, it's going to be as good a first line as you're going to see in the state. Where what? What do they get after that? It, you it, know? That's but, the question. Yeah. But Kurt Giles loves to run a first line to death. Yeah. And, and that's not a problem with him, and he doesn't care what people think about it. Right. I mean, they got some good secondary pieces. Willie Johnson's a nice player. They'll have some you – know, um, Dahl's a nice player. Yeah. They'll have some nice players coming in, second and third line. 
they could be a top five team. Well, and nice Edina players are smooth skaters and just good average players that you can plug and play anywhere. Right. Yep. I'm with you. All right. Yeah. Carl, did you have anything else before we pass that? No, on? I guess my question here is just really on the back end beyond Nick Williams. Yeah, and that's that's a fair point too. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, what was next? Wyatt Worst oh, is another good defenseman on that. Back that's line very too. true. Good player. Um, Why Zeta was next, right? Yep, number ten. They lose Tucker Ness. They return big loss, big loss, big loss. But they return the squad from last year. Yeah, you know what? It's like it's like edina has got a bunch of if you if you're ranking them one through ten, they got a bunch of sevens and eights. You know, Tucker Ness was about an 8.5. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, but, you know, it's not like he was a 10. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, boy, it's nice to have those 8.5s in your lineup. And I think that Wyzetta is the deepest of these teams. And this is probably one of the deepest teams that Pat Leary's had since his 2016 championship team. And Pat knows how to coach deep teams. Yes. Too. Yes. Carl, what was your take? Yeah, it's it's sort of a unique Wyzetta team, too, because what they return is really a lot of offense. Yeah. And so it's kind of like this. <laughs> what? This, <laughs> the question is, what's going to happen here? Are they going to get crushed down to the YZ system and not score the way they could? Or is it just going to be the sudden running gun YZ team that's playing in a way we haven't seen before? I, I did enjoy when you interviewed Pat for the uh, his podcast that a lot of people say that we never have a 2020 guy. I would love to have a 2020 guy, Pat. I challenge you to have a 2020 guy. <laughs> He's going to have one this year <laughs> or a 1414 guy or whatever yeah. it is this year. But I, I challenge yeah. you to have that type of thing. Yeah. This will be a great section. It I, really, I, it really will. Is there anybody else in this section? Holy angels. I yeah. still like Holy Blake. angels. Blake still has some stuff. I mean, there, I, because the section's so deep, I don't think they have a real shot. But there's, I think, in another section, they'd still be up. Yeah, we'll talk about it a little bit. Yeah. Blake, they'd be great in one double A. They, <laughs> they really would be. They're still but, probably a top twenty team. They are. They just yep. uh, Joey Miller's playing juniors. Gavin Best and um, Jack Saver, his line mates, are both All gone gone. to graduation. The top D pair and Ben Dexheimer and Will Spendall are gone. gone. They do return Axel Reed, who had a really good year last yep. year. Um, William Matsky, who had a great, great finish yep. last year. Mm-hmm. And Carter Cranky is, yep. you know, uh, another player. To- coming. He'll only be a sophomore. I know. So he's somebody to watch. seven feet tall, I think, by the time the season starts. Yes, yes. Um, so, I and they have a, I should uh, swing back. Uh, Wyzetta has an A-plus schedule. They play mm-hmm. Moorhead, Rapids, Benilde, and then the normal Lake Conference at in Hill Murray. They have a really good schedule. Um, Blake ha- also has a good schedule of Wyzetta, Benilde, EP, St. Thomas, Hill. I gave that one a B. Right. Anyways, that's kind of all I had for this section. And like we, we should differ on this one. Yeah. We should. yeah. I bet we could get three different picks out of this one. Okay. Who go ahead, go Carl. You want to go first? Birthday boy? Uh well, I, I am riding the the, the, the Cretan tra- train, so I might as well stick with it. Okay, Danny, Edina. Damn it! Go wise out of Tony. <laughs> go wise out of son. Okay, right, we gotta spice the show up, don't we? I can't go. I agree with you. I think Edina's <laughs> gonna go to state. What a terrible <laughs> show! Eight this for eight. Be. High five. 
<laughs> that was exciting. <laughs> Boy, I'm gonna have to go with Wyzetta. Yeah, I don't. I yeah. think this is going to be the most interesting of the bunch. Yeah, no question. Mm-hmm. And even during the season, they're going to be the. It'll be the most interesting one because you're going to get to get a good gauge on these teams. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Other than Creighton. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, how about seven? What do you think, Carl? Well, you know, in my 15 years of following seven AA religiously, I think this is hands down the weakest seven AA I've seen. <laughs> wow. I think it's close. <laughs> but um, there is a, a clear front runner, though. So let's talk about Grand Rapids. Oh, oh, oh. who, who, who? Is that what a Grand Rapids Thunderhawk ma- noise makes? Who, who? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Maybe. let's hear it. Well, if you look at this team, uh, obviously getting Jack Dirt back is huge. He's one of the top defensemen in the state. Probably be a Mr. Hockey finalist. Probably. Um, beyond, <laughs> yeah. Some of these he guys. Is. He's better than Casey Stom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to play more games than Casey, even with a shorter season. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Boy, did I say that? <laughs> yes, yes. The statute of limitations has passed. He's far past high school. Uh, he's a freshman <laughs> in college. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but, um, and you look at this team, they returned a bunch of forwards. Um, no one who was really a big producer last year, but there's decent depth. I think the question with Grand Rapids for me and maybe the lingering sour taste was how they finished last year when they just really looked out of sorts and not particularly good against a Elk River team that was nothing special. Okay, can I can I say why Grand Rapids is going to be a good team? Can I tell you their returners other than Jack Purr? Okay, they have a Bischoff, for yep. starters. Okay, Hunter Bischoff. Hunter. Joey Del Greco, which is another um, Grand Rapids name, uh, Del Greco. Um, Braden Holcomb. Good player. Good player. I mean, this team is going to be good. They lose their goaltender in Carter Clafton. Yep. He was their whole team last year. He was was a big part of their team. Big part. Jack was also. Yeah, I know. Uh, um, But, yeah, that's going to be big shoes to fill. This team has a really good schedule, and I, I'm i grading the northern team's schedule kind of on a curve, okay, because they've had to this schedule kind of that way. Moorhead twice, Hill-Murray, Duluth East twice, Rozo twice, Warroad, Wyzetta, Hermantown twice. This It's a pretty good schedule to me. I think this is around a B-plus, A-minus. You know, this is down on me. Um, I was talking to somebody recently about this. Um, I can't remember who it was. He goes, you know who's going to win state this year? The team that doesn't care about masks. Yeah. Yeah, I don't care about masks. Oh, we got to wear a mask? Who cares? We're playing. And this is the kind of team Grand Rapids, I think, is going to not give a crap about masks. Because they want to win. They're going to win. They don't care. This is one of you, one of those don't give a crap teams. Yeah. We get down. Dirty. We get down to Friday night or whenever the state tournament's going to be. Good Friday this year. Uh, this is going to be one of those teams that's you know going to be there. Yeah, in my opinion, I really think so as well. I think this is a team that's it, it's built to win. They're built to win this section, and they know what it takes too. And they've seen winners too. They, oh, yeah. They were they, in seventh grade, right? And yeah. so <laughs> they they want to relive what, you know, they went to the tournament to see. Yeah. And so I I have confidence in this team. All right. Okay. Um, now, now we've had our Rapids history uh, party, but okay. Okay, Carl. Why not Grand Rapids? Again, you Give just Give me think, somebody. Yeah, no, throw I, someone I, at me. I, I think they're going to win the section. Weakest section of all time. 
I just don't think they're they're not a top five team at, at state, and I I don't think they're getting out of the first round. Man, wow. so much pain there. <laughs> you need you need counseling. You should you should really <laughs> have seen a counselor when you're down in the Virgin Islands about this. <laughs> Come on. Um, okay, who's the second best team, Carl, in this section then? Uh, uh, <laughs> um, we'll talk I, about. Actually, I'm gonna say, I'm, I'm gonna say Elk River. Okay, believe it or not. What does Elk River have that makes you interested? I guess. Um, they have Caden Casey, who's really good, and uh, and they, you know, they lose their top two scorers from last year, Michaelis Humphrey, but most of the rest is back off of team that finished second in the section. So, eh, there's some things there. Uh, okay, so I'm going to just take a guess here. If I asked Carl who number three was, he would say Andover or Cloquet, and then number four Andover. would be one of those. And then maybe number five, uh, <laughs> maybe number five would be like, uh, I don't know, Forest Duluth Lake. Marshall, uh, you know, like Forest Lake. You know, he, he's probably got the Greyhounds at the number nine seed. In this section, play in game, play in with Cambridge game. Cambridge, Isani. Yeah. <laughs> Worse, Marshall. No. <laughs> Ooh. Where are your Greyhounds? Let's start with that, Carl. I, I have them at four after Andover. Okay. What does Andover bring that makes you so impressed? Will Larson, Garrett Schiffke. Um, They're losing uh, everybody, Carl. Their Bantams made the state last year, though. Yeah. So they, they got like, a good 10th graders coming in. Yeah. Gavin Thorson's a heck of a player. Uh, yeah, the brother that went through, mm-hmm. right? Hunter? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, no, I mean, but you look Gunner. at... Gunner. Gunner Thorson's Gunner. the oldest, yeah. Yeah. And this is Gavin. They got a little sister who's lights out, too. So. Gigi? I'm just <laughs> keeping on the G trajectory there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just... I look at their roster year over year, and you can't lose all the seniors that they did. I agree. And too much. It's too much. It's too much rebuilding. It's too much culture. It, it just doesn't yeah. happen. I agree. No, I agree. But in this section, <laughs> still, still might be enough to be a top four team. This is a weird section in the sense that Elk River and Andover will play their own schedule, and Grand Rapids, mm-hmm. Cloquet, and East will play a different schedule. Yep. Totally. Yep. And Forest Lake is off on an island on its own. Yeah, yeah they're playing totally. yeah, they're playing the Creedence White Bears. And it's just it's really weird how this has happened this year. This is where scheduling gets weird. It's gonna be a weird one, that's for sure. So I I think it's fair to say we all have the Thunder Rocks here, except for Carl probably has somebody else. No chance. <laughs> no chance. This team there's a reason Jack Pert left the best team in the USHL to come back and play. Because they're going to state, and there's history there. He's st- he stood underneath those those banners for 17 Here years, we go 16 with the years. Again. He's looked at that and says, "I'm gonna get me one of them," and that's what he's. That's why he came home. Yeah. Okay, let's move to eight double A. Carl, who do you <laughs> want to start first with here? Uh, I think I think it's there's uh, a single very easy choice in this section too. Start with Rozo. Rozo returns Max Strand, mm, Gavin Gunderson. So he could be, Max Strand could be a Mr. Hockey finalist. He could be. Yep. He definitely could be. Paul Huglin. He yeah, oh, no, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he, he, that's right. Yeah, I'm sorry. Right when I said it, I was like, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah but he, he, Strand could be when he, he's a junior this yep. year. Um, Huglin's a senior, I'm yep. pretty sure. Tuttle's their goaltender. 
Yep. And um, he's mm-hmm. returning. They lose Hanson or Leary, but really their whole team is still intact. This is a good team. When they were Bantams, they were lights out. And, you know, talk about a team that does not care. Yeah. They just want to play hockey. Yeah, this is one of those masks don't get in the way. Well, you don't get as far away from the Metro like this team is and have to live with the same things that the Metro has been dealing with. It makes <laughs> so, them even more mad. Yeah. I, I think this team doesn't have much to lose. And it, it'll be a very, very big unknown if this team comes to the tournament because they will play nobody. No of, one. Of, like, well, Rapids twice. Rapids twice. They play Duluth East. And they play East, East Grand and, and Warroad, too. So. Yeah, twice not, not, each. But, but still... They, it's a Mary Uchi conference schedule. But you get it. You get a feel for you know how good they are. Carl, where are they in your top 10, 25? 50. Where are they in your top fifty? Uh, Do they make your top fifty. I think I have them at thirteen. Okay. So. Wow. So wait, if Grand Rapids, you lived in the Met- You didn't live in the Metro that long, did you? Not that long. <laughs> <laughs> Holy smokes. Other notable teams in this section. Moorhead. Moorhead. They have a decent schedule this year. They'll come down to play Wyzetta and Hill and Minnetonka, as I've previously mentioned. But as teams that were gutted like Chaska and Andover, this is a team that was gutted. Um, yeah. They return Max Dronin, and I can't really name much after that. It's their, it's their uh, sophomores that will be really good. It, really good class. They were a Bantam. They were a Bantam State tournament team last year. Uh, Abe Carlson, uh, Ness, um, Joe Grammer, the, the middle Grammer. Yeah, um, he, he's a D. He played in the Elite League this year. Um, did I say Abe Carlson? Real yeah. nice player. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got a nice Bantam team. They had, you know, six or seven of those kids played in the Bantam Elite League. So you get an idea. They got elite players. Uh, it's just reload. It's just going to be this is their one down year. Because literally after this year, Rozo, I'm telling you, this is why this is so depressing. Uh, the team that the team to beat in, in this section the next 10 years is Moorhead. Nine out of the next 10 years will be Moorhead. And that is depressing. Yeah. From a fan's perspective, who likes to, who likes to see Bemidji and who likes to yes. see Rat, Rozo and yeah. you know those types of teams. Another one of those types of teams would be STMA. They had a pretty good season last year, really led by the two seniors in Luke Leyland and Adam Fulmang. Mm-hmm. Well, there is still Leyland on the team. Casey yep. Leyland might be the best player in this section, or one of them. Yeah, at least. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, and then they also have the best schedule in this section. They play Benilde, EP twice, Tonka twice, Moorhead twice, Blake Wyzetta twice, Edina twice, Holy Family twice, and Matamidi. Tell you what, these That's guys, yeah, these guys uh, have their 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 youth program's decent. You know, um, I think with adding the second sheet's going to really help them five ten years from now. Uh, and the fact that they get to play in the late conference is just. Yeah. Huge. For yeah, these I guys. think that's really juicy to me. I, I I think this team could be sneaky in the sense that their schedule will prepare them for sections where Rosos won't, just because they're not playing the same caliber of opponents. No, no. Plus, it's yeah, two and a half hours. Besides Worlds, two and a half hours to get any game. Yeah, that's you true. Know, We've tough. seen that from Rosos. 
past couple seasons where, you know, they have games where they look like they can play with anyone in the state, but then they also lose to, you know, some six seed in the section. Right. Yeah. And that's yeah. that's what makes me ner- nervous about Rozo, and I'm almost not willing to buy them just because of that no. reason. Are we doing buy-sell yet? No. Have, have them ranked at number 13. Then we're not doing buy-sell, Tony. Come on, let's do Tony, buy-sell. no. <laughs> this is an argument every year with Tony. Every week. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, who do you got, Tony? Uh, one more team. Yeah, just, just Rogers. I, I like to do the old careful watch out. Rogers is building a nice little program. Uh, there. I also yeah. they're a couple um, years away, but that's Der- a nice little team. And Derek Brown, right? Uh, uh, who's who's their head coach? Brown, he's their, I can't think of his first name right now. It is Brown, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's his first name. I cannot think of his name. I follow him on Twitter. I see him tweets every day. He's a sports <laughs> freak. Well, so you know? he's he's from the Wyzetta Paddleary School. Yes, he is. And, and so he, I I did a podcast with him. It was Dave Brown. Dave, it was okay. phenomenal podcast. His life story is how, how amazing. Are, how are we missing like names of people that you've done podcasts? My with? brain is literally fried right now. <laughs> I'm on like fifteenth hour of work today. Sorry, oh. I have no names in my brain. That's fine. Who do you have in this section? Oh, Rozo, no question. Carl, Rozo. Yeah, I, I'll go Rozo as well. Actually, I yeah. think it, they might not. I think this is of all the top teams that we're choosing here. They might be the easiest to knock off. Yes, I agree. I agree with that. Okay, Tony, what do we have next that we? Um, sat down with. We have a show with John King. Uh, John came into the studio. We did a great interview with him. I uh, hope you enjoy it. Uh, Danny, you're going to take it away from here. Well, thanks, Tony. Yes, we are joined here live in studio with John King. John, how's it going? I'm doing wonderful. How about you? Well, I'm doing great since you're here. It's our first show of the season, so we figured why not start with a huge name in the hockey community right now. Um, or at least has been in the last couple of years, I would say. Yeah, I, you probably were expecting John King from CNN with the um, <laughs> the big, uh, what is it, the electric wall. Uh, I don't know if I'm a huge name in anything, but I've definitely been having some fun in the hockey community for a few years. Well, uh, so how many years now has hockey here been going on? Uh 2011 consecutively, and then we did one way back in 05 on television uh, that was after Saturday Night Live on a a television show called The Show to be Named Later that only super drunk people in (laughs) 2005 uh, remember watching or don't remember watching. But, yeah, we've been clipping along uh, for a long time. We published that. On yeah, the, uh, that retro one is out there. It is on the, the I game on website. See that. It's pretty good. It's just that the music was really bad, and you know that that was edited on an Avid video machine. I had to go in <laughs> yep. to the agency where I worked. YouTube was like years away. Nothing. I mean, not even really a thing. And yeah, it was it was funny. I I still remember when YouTube was not even a thing. You know. And that hey, was just a really weird life. God bless YouTube. If you're a creative person and you're making stuff and you're and you're maybe borrowing popular music and uh, kicking things into the internet, there's no better platform than YouTube. So you've always been deep into the hockey community, especially yep. White Bear, right? Yep. Not a hockey player. Okay. Okay. Grew up in Edina. Um, football player. Uh, All conference honorable mention. Ninety one. <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> Good plug. Not a big deal. Started both ways. Uh, but the uh, hockey was like, in, I mean, growing up in uh, the small town on the west side with a dream, it it was hockey was absolutely larger than life. And I, I would go to all those games and you're doing the cheers back and forth, which is funny to talk about now with COVID and everything, but filled buildings. And my senior year, we all wore conehead um, hats like <laughs> SNL and, uh, and then moved to White Bear Lake largely because the community did remind me, you know, hockey was a center point um, and our kids grew up and played there, coached a lot there. Um, so apologies to all Minnesotans. <laughs> a guy who didn't play hockey coached your kid at some point. Um, Where's your wife from, Stacy? She's from uh, the west side of St. Paul. She went to the high school formerly known as Sibley. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's going to change. As I understand, Sibley yeah. did something bad. I don't know what. Maybe uh, he, I he, can kind of go into detail off the <laughs> record. Yeah. yeah, I think I've heard something I think he about jogged the, around Lake Calhoun too many times. A, I think it was like a Sioux or Lakota ending massacre. Well, it? it was the Sioux Uprising of 1862. Yeah. So, John, I'm a history major. Okay, so, good. Sioux so Uprising of We just of lost all of our listeners. <laughs> 1862, and then the largest mass execution in American history was under his watch. Oh, yeah, I, man. I didn't know that. Well, that's not on my wife's. That's not no. on her. No. no. She didn't know. She didn't know. Yeah, I guess we should change that name, <laughs> maybe. Um, sorry about that, everybody. But, um, no, so I, uh, White Bear was, um, I was kind of the Hawaiian shirt assistant coach. You know, I was the coach that, Every goal, um, I would eat a jalapeno in the locker room <laughs> afterwards or, or uh, you know, buy donuts if the goalie got a shutout and make a really, really high-quality iMovie at the end of the season at the banquet, far nicer than any of these uh, squirt teams should have had. But um, I got a funny story. Actually, the first, my intro to uh, White Bear Lake, I had these, you know those hockey pants that are like, they're like wind pants. Yes. I told you about yeah. this. So I, I had ones that said Edina on the side, and I quickly realized that that was like people hated that. <laughs> and so I actually taped white tape on the on the stripe where it said Edina, which is horrible because I'm from there. So I kind of sold out my <laughs> my birthplace. But I uh, my son was trying out for mites, and I got a note that said he made a team coaches wanted. Okay, which means he did not make the highest level my <laughs> team, by the way. And we coached me and these this other dad who I'm still friends with, and then this kind of wild card. What's dad. his name? We drop uh, a name on here. Uh, it was uh, Troy Anderson um, right. was the other coach. But we asked the kids what they wanted the name of the team to be, and we were the worst team. <laughs> and and they all filled out, you know, things like we want to be the Ice Cats or the Ice Cougars. It was, at that age, anything with ice and then an animal. Yeah. And so this, we had a, uh, there were two brothers on the team, the Fike boys, Logan and Jared Fike. And Jared Fike had a crumpled up piece of paper and he handed it to me and it said the Dark Magicians. <laughs> Which I think was a Harry Potter yeah, somehow. Probably. And so we were the, and so everybody, we would play the other coaches like the good teams and they'd go, Kinger, Dark Magicians, really? And, uh, <laughs> yeah, we had the gray jersey, which I think was probably last. Oh, that's pick. the last. Yeah, the last yeah. yeah. So if, if there's any Dark Magicians out there listening, um, I'm pouring one out for you. Yeah. All right. So you've been connected, like you said, and everything. So hockey here happens. 
now let's fast forward to this year. COVID happens. What what happened, you know, kind of after COVID for you? Man, do I got a, a COVID. A, you know, it's funny. In, in some hands, 2020 was like the worst year ever, right? Mm-hmm. But I think for me, uh, creatively, professionally, uh, knock on wood, I might look back and say it was uh, maybe one of the most meaningful years. And I, I do think, um, I mean, Jesus, Taylor Swift's making an album every six weeks. Yeah. So I, I think it, house. It, it was a very um, uh, productive year if you were a creative person because you were at home. Um, all those things you said you wanted to do, maybe you could do. And so I'll never forget, I, I made the – I wasn't going to do the hockey hair last year because I was going to stop. And then I was waking up in the middle of the night, I've told Tony this, with jokes, you know, <laughs> all these jokes in my head. And, and then Channel 45 um, was going to do a thing with this mad scientist, and he was trying to do it, and that made me no. uncomfortable. And Chuckles? Doctor oh, Dr. Chuck, Chuck Ells? God, yep. he just drives me. I am not going to rag on 45. They've been a nice um, handshake, uh, um, look the other <laughs> way. They've been a, but they've been a look the other way partner for years. I love you, Channel 45. You're great. But the uh, I didn't I didn't necessarily want it to transition to Dr. Chuck. Um, great Clips stepped in, uh, gave a bunch of money to the Hendrickson Foundation, which supports sled, special, and military hockey in Minnesota, and wound it up again. And um, But... It, going back to COVID, it was a Monday. I was commuting back and forth from New York to an ad agency where I worked. And I remember my biggest worry in the world, uh, you know, Charlie Strobel had just stolen the state tournament. Um, it was a great tournament. And my biggest concern was I had this chili pepper song on the video and I didn't know if I could load it onto YouTube. And, and then cut to, I think that Friday, I flew home from New York my company wouldn't even pay for my flight because it was a no flight. You couldn't fly anywhere. Yep, no. So I had to buy the flight myself, expense it. I didn't get back to New York to my apartment until uh, May, maybe. I, and it was oh, wow. a complete disaster zone still. Um, yeah. A buddy of mine, a good friend of mine, uh, we f- we flew out there, uh, loaded up. A, so before uh, or after the riots? Uh, this, so the riots, the, the riots in Minnesota 1st. were in June. So this was before the Minnesota riots. But we we went out to New York, unloaded my apartment in one day, and just <laughs> drove home cross-country, you know, listening to Bob Seger and Queen. And, um, oh, you got but, to. Uh, but I, it, that was like the, the state tournament. I think it's cool you're doing this show with the single A and double A preview because that's really the last time – we were normal. We were normal. Yeah, Imagine if one week earlier, you know, the there's no state tournament, 150,000 people aren't going into Excel, walking down 7th Street, Charlie Strobel's not a gopher, you know, all these. I mean, it was amazing. Well, we would never have said that Hill would have won last year. No. It, yeah. it, it, and we've said so many times on our text stream, like, how lucky we were to just to have in. that happen. It and, was awesome. And, and Matamidi pulling the upset as well, um, keeping everything on the east side as it may be. But um, so I, uh, I, I then left. Um, I, I had a, I was at an agency called Fallon, an ad agency in town, for 22 years, and I, uh, I loved it. It's a great place, Pat Fallon. I love you wherever you are, um, up in heaven. But I, uh, I always wanted to turn my side hustle, um, which is making content. 
I used to always say side hustle builds muscle, um, but <laughs> I wanted it to be like what I did all the time. And um, I have a lifelong friend named Tom Garrity, who's the acting uh, commissioner of the United States Hockey League. And we kind of partnered up uh, on a company and started to uh, do it for real. And so as of August, I've been out there uh, in the world doing it for real. So when you say for real, I, I know I know this because you and I are friends and, and compadres on some stuff, and we'll probably do a lot more stuff in the future. But when you say for real, I know you're working on stuff for like the New, Mex- New Mexico Ice Wolves. So list off some of your projects that you're working on. Yep. So um, our what we're trying to be, and we are not this now, so I don't pretend to be this now, but we would like to be a bar stool, but focused on the Midwest and, and, and some of the sports that get overlooked, you know, I mean, Barstool obviously does a great job with spitting chiclets. Um, but if you look at the kind of how sports media is trended, you got ESPN going very West coast cause they're really chasing the NBA and Twitter and all that world. And then you have Barstool and even Bill Simmons, he's on the West coast, but they, they come from Boston, right? Barstool is in New York Deadspin kind of um, uh, evaporated with new ownership. Yeah. And so we see this void in the middle to make content that's um, it's not mean-spirited, it's not fratty, um, it's not totally focused on gambling. It's, it's like the hockey hair. You know, the hockey hair is never meant to make anybody feel bad. Or if a kid has even, a... Even the flying tomato... Even the kids that fall, yep. we, we, we do a good job, I think, of spinning it, don't you think? Yeah, yeah, I think the worst thing I ever did on the hockey here was I made a an Annie or an orphan Annie joke on a ginger, yep. and I felt <laughs> bad about that. Um, but I, I, I don't put a kid in there unless I can tell that they love themselves, their hockey <laughs> hair. I'm not looking for a kid with no hairline at age 18 and <laughs> popping them into a hockey hair video. That's not funny. That's bullying, you know. So uh, we want to make – Mainstream content. Um, so if you think of even the athletic, right, you got kind of this kind of stats and nerdy sports journalism. They do a great job, but it's different. We kind of want to be more in that world of when ESPN first started and it was Dan Patrick and it's funny mm-hmm. and good and Chris Berman. And um, uh, and they were doing arm wrestling, too. I yep. mean, like they were. Yeah, they didn't they have afraid. a lot of good stuff. Yeah, yeah. foosball. You know, their story's pretty cool when you think about it. They had one truck, right? They had one truck, and they were in, in, in the Big East. So they just moved this truck around and covered <laughs> Big East basketball games, and that's all they had. Mm-hmm. And, and so our hub will be Pull Tab Sports that does exist today, PullTabSports.com. And right now it's just a blog, and part of what I like is that it, is a blog. I don't know how you feel, but I think blogs are kind of retro interesting in a weird yeah. way to just put something out and it's on top and have people know that, well, I like going to this place because the last thing they put out was funny. And, and I also like, um, Tony, when we started Game on Minnesota years ago, our thing was we may only make 30 things a year as long as they're good things that mm-hmm. not everybody else is not going to show up and let's play hockey. Right. You know? So... I know one thing that's already out there right now is the Hockey Parent Hall of Fame. Yep. I've seen it. I've also had a drunk incident at a hotel in Grand Rapids, almost kicked out. Which hotel? Uh, I don't remember. Was it the Sawmill? No, it was not the Sawmill. It was yours like, wasn't at the Sawmill either. It was not. We were at the Timber Line or Timber Ridge. It was some like resort that was under construction, 
and my dad brought up two bottles of tequila. And so two bottles later, I, I'm joyriding in a golf cart in the parking lot. Was your dad just coming home from Mexico? No, he was he's a he was at the time a really big tequila drinker and I was a senior in college and I hadn't had good tequila in a while. <laughs> you got a great dad. <laughs> um Padre. Um but uh no, so I the Hockey Parent Hall of Fame is uh I if so as a hockey parent, you th- there's a journey you go on where right when you start, your kid starts playing hockey, you go you look around and go holy you know, these parents are nuts. Yeah. And then a few years later, you are nuts. Yep. And then typically when your kids are getting to the end of their journey, whether that's Bantams or Pee Wee or high school, you look at the younger parents coming in and go, oh, man, these guys are really nuts. <laughs> and and so um, I want to create uh, franchises, so things that um, – you can look forward to the same way the hockey hair is a thing um, annually. I want the Hockey Parent Hall of Fame to become something that if somebody has an amazing story, if somebody just has a beauty, this there's a dad that um, I originally thought about it because there was a dad that used to go to all of the hockey tournaments in White Bear Lake, and he had a doctor's bag, like a medical um <laughs> Like a leather bag, like on Little House on the Prairie, the yeah, doctor would yeah, open it up. Exactly. So you would open it up, and inside of it, it must have been airplane bottles of every type of booze. And so the doctor would, he was. So really? imagine every out of town tournament, this guy, the doctor, would come on and maybe walk down to your seat, you know, four steps back. And so I was like, you know, guys like that, you know, the doctor mm-hmm. um, in in White Bear. I want to. Uh, I want to celebrate them and induct them. I want to make jackets eventually like oh, the yeah. Canton has for football. Um, so I would love it if any of your listeners uh, just go onto YouTube and type in Hockey Parent Hall of Fame. The first one is a doozy. It's a story I've been waiting to tell. for. I literally had to wait till everybody got out of the association um, <laughs> because the, there's like know, a – uh, statue of limitations. It is. It, it was so layered. I mean, you've watched it. It's yeah, like, it's, 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 it is. If I, I, not only do I want you to watch it uh, selfishly, but it's a challenge. If you can watch that and you have a story that's better than that or equal or equal, <laughs> I want you to email hockey parent H O F at poltabsports.com because, um, white claw sponsors that franchise. And so, uh, we will um, uh, be doing more, and so we're kind of the the first one was also kind of a recruitment for future <laughs> episodes. White call sponsored and was a contributing factor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they, it for sure. I uh, there also if anybody from Eden Prairie is listening, um, I've heard about an individual called Red Cooler Ron. He's a beauty. He's he's the West Side version of the Doctor. So Pretty I, much. so uh, Ron, if you're out there, um, it would be wonderful to spend some time near my old hometown, and uh, I, I'd be totally down to turn uh, episode two into Red Cooler, Ron's episode. If I can find this guy, maybe Tony can help. You can me. help him. I'll yeah. help you. I'll help you. So, other than Hockey Parent Hall of Fame, what else are you guys kind of throwing out there, or what are ideas are getting kicked around? 
So we have a couple podcasts. Um, the world needs more podcasts. I do one called Sunday Morning Coming Down, which is 30 minutes long. It comes out every Sunday morning, and it's just me really talking about nothing, which sounds horrible and like the worst sell for that podcast. But if you ever like the hockey hair and just kind of the nonsense, it's basically that every Sunday morning. Well, I could say this. I'm a avid listener now uh, through these many COVIDs. I've had a lot of downtime to walk the dog. And, and I love my Sunday morning dog walk. I wish you'd go 60 minutes. It's about 30 minutes long, 35 minutes long. Um, I love the show. Um, you, we said about it pre-show, you said it's kind of like Seinfeld. It's just basically yeah. it's a Seinfeld episode where you're talking about nothing, you, and there's predictable points to every one of your shows, just like a Seinfeld is. All right, here's here's the question, and the questions are hilarious, by the way. Yep, life question. Life questions. You get a drinking story. You get a Will Anderson insurance pitch. You get a Mickle <laughs> Bob's. I can I could do them all right yeah. now. Where where I, it's it's hilarious to listen to, and it's not very hard. That's what I love about the show. It's, it's easiest listen in the world and another thing that was born from covid because i the tagline on that podcast is um the antidote to the anxiety age because i was just looking around at you know mental health is a huge issue right now um covid's been really really hard on these kids so if your hockey players are listening out there it's been brutal and and so part of what i try to do with the podcast is just make you feel normal you know for sure. And I think for everybody here, just to get back to where we're at right now of a little bit of normalcy, even like today, just fans in the stands. Yeah, my, my phone blew up today because fans in the stands. What did they announce? I didn't even see 150 that. is going to be the limit for a high school That's hockey cool. Game. That'll so be the super than, fans. It's better than and, zero. Yeah. And, and that'll be a, a contest for every high school to turn those 150 in into the, the coolest thing in the world. I love that. That's great. Let's talk about your other pod, too. Uh, I've listened to both of them. I'm dying to find out. Are you going to release tonight on our podcast who your next guest is going to be on your? I can tell you who we're trying to get. Maybe, <laughs> maybe they'll listen. That's fine. Uh, the other podcast Tom and I do together, it's called Can You Keep a Secret? Um, Tom's idea, which is great, it's uh, uh, private conversations with public figures. So we interview people, but we don't ask them anything they would normally be interviewed. So right. we talk to Ryan Suter, but we never talk to him about hockey. Sure. We might talk to him about, like, do you really like Quick Trip? I mean, <laughs> what is, do you love, like, do you like their coffee or talk about Quick, you know? Or um, Ryan Carter, talk to him about uh, the best uh, par three golf course on the east side. Um, we got real deep with Martin Zeller, the musician um, from Austin, and the, I mean, talking about where all of these songs came from. He really opened up for us. He's a he's a absolute treasure if you're my age anyway, um, Mr. Zeller. So we want to get uh, a female guest. I was chasing Hillary Knight down. Um, she <laughs> she butt dialed me back once, but she she certainly isn't. Um, uh, she's hard. I've she's tried, hard. I've tried that. I did have her call me. She's called me. That's amazing. She hung up, but she <laughs> called me. I had Martin Zeller on the phone for an interview, too. That's so when you got him. I was like, Kinger! Damn, <laughs> well, I wanted him so bad. He's funny, too, because he just, he, like, over-communicates for a day and then just disappears for three months. And um, So, Lindsay Whalen is on our list. Um, she's Apparently, she has a fake instagram or twitter account where she pretends finsta. finsta where she's doing kind of this hillbilly deal so she sounds super funny um and you know we 
we'll do a bunch of them. We want to get that one to be less sports specific and do the arts, do politicians, do you know the owner, whoever's running Paisley Park, stuff like that. I I like that because uh, and Tony, you you'll know this comment. It's like a fifth hole conversation as a caddy, right? Yep. You have you know your normal thing that you talk about as a caddy with your golfer, but you get to the fifth hole, you're hour in and you got nothing to talk about. That's normal. That's, right? that's absolutely right. And so even on that one, the format is I'll write a hundred questions and Garrity will just go, Nope, Nope, Nope. That's funny. Yeah. We should ask him that. Nope, Nope, Nope. So like Carter, Carter got injured in one of the most interesting ways ever. His hand went through the old photographer oh, hole. The oh, hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they used to be bigger. And yeah. so, like, we just find little nuggets and, and talk about stuff like that. But um, those are both going. I am covering the gopher season this year with a – You've um, always been a gopher guy, though. It's not like you just jumped on the bandwagon. Love, love the gophers. Got to do some stuff with Motsko last year. Love Mark Coyle. He's a – Big uh, supporter of creative people, easy to work with. And I just think it's so amazing that they're having this season, oh, yeah. the one year where you can't go. I'm a season ticket holder. I mean, I can't, <laughs> I can't watch the this jub, jubilation hockey team. It's just, it's unbelievable. Yeah. What What do you like about this year's team? What is What is it that jumps out of you? Um, uh, puck moving defenseman. Uh, we had a. You really can trace back the dip to missing some of those kids. So you look at Mike Castor. He, people think he's he's like filling in as this. He's having this little moment right now because these three kids were at the juniors. He's a stud too, and no, so he's a complete stud. We've had him on, and his hockey IQ is incredible. And yeah. he's thriving because he's playing on the top pair right now. I yep. mean, look at Lacombe's pass at the World Juniors. I mean, mm-hmm. he you could arguably call that the golden pass, right? Yeah, that, that pass. <laughs> um, Faber's a stud. They paired him with York as the top D. And then I love the, the forwards now. I like that Bob is bringing uh, older kids in that are truly college hockey players, kids mm-hmm. like – Ben Myers, kids like Scott Reedy, Sammy Walker. Now Sammy might leave or whatever, but it he's got these um and they're you know the other thing is they're having a ton of fun. Yeah. You know, Munson and you can just tell they like each other. You were talking about the one kid wearing the cowboy hat at the press conference. Oh Blake. Yeah. I mean BMW line. I mean it's 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 great. Motsko's um yellow snow mask that he's wearing on the bench is <laughs> unbelievable he's got the single ply you know um mask on the bench but yeah i love i love that i like covering that i'm so pull tab sports would write c notes as you know musings on 100 years of gopher hockey we're just writing that we don't have a sponsor of that we're writing that because you can't go see them you know and and you know it should be commemorated it's a big season even though there's no fans in the building I'll, I'll take a something that I do and and compare it to something you do. Like I wrote an article. There's I see an opportunity, right? Like I wrote an article. There's a, on January first, sophomores in high school could get a phone call from a Division one. Yep. So like, oh well, here's the 15 that are going to get a phone call, right? And now I'm going to do another one that's 15 who will get a call in a year from now, the top freshman. That's Just great. Fun. And people will want to read that. It'll, yeah. it'll be a good consumable, you know, it's a win-win yeah. for everybody. 15 people get information, calls. you know, whatever. You got the same thing going with your business, too. Give me another one of the things that you you would be doing that you've seen an opportunity that you you enjoy to make and you yep. think people will really enjoy 
consuming it. Well, I'll give you a, a span, um, and I don't want to wear out my welcome here. I know you got to get no, into the other no. uh, division, but uh, it's everything from we want to do a franchise called Thursday Night Lights where we take high school hockey and we give it the uh, treatment that college game day gives to uh, college football. And eventually that'll mean food trucks in the building. You'll Love know it. that, you know, we'll do a cheesy intro like Carrie Underwood, you know, <laughs> dancing around with all the top high school players and, and we'll make it a thing. We'll broadcast it in a more interesting way. Maybe we'll run six cameras Stuff like that would be great. We'd love to bring music videos back to the state tournament. That's something we're going to try to pursue. The old, if you're old as me, you remember that every high school had to make this uh, music video when they made it to the state tournament. Um, I don't know why that doesn't happen anymore. It would be hilarious to see <laughs> the these funny kids. Part they have more time than they did back in that day. Maybe because there's eight versus 16 and now with girls, 32. And they can make it on their phone now, though. That's Probably. different, right? You know, and... And then it'll get as weird as um, I have this passion project I want to make called Reindeer Games, which is the Real Housewives of Christmas cards. So if you, so like, so like if you're like a normal house, you got 40, 50, 70 yes. Christmas yeah. cards in a stack in your yep. house somewhere, maybe yeah. in a basket, or maybe you display them. And I, and I have created these friendships with some of my wife's friends and, I'm the only guy in the group, but, um, uh, and we kind of, we like, I mean, I take it seriously. I keep score who I send to, who sends yeah, back to me. Yeah, you're big and, on the um, cards. Um, I think it's the one time a year you can show the world that you got your act together. Right. <laughs> and really? If, and if you send a card and I get it on January 7th or you got a busted collage where I can't see anybody's face or it's a cheap you know Sears card. I mean that says the a Target lot. card. Remember yeah. the cheap? I'm like, it's no, we can't like, do those. Yeah. They don't do them anymore. No, so I uh, I want to make that and that. So in my business, Pull Tab Sports, it Pull Tab Sports is meant to be Barstool's got Caller Daddy and all this stuff, and it's not all sports, right? So sports and entertainment is what we want to be into. So if we make something funny enough with this reindeer games, then maybe we sell it to Shutterfly or um, you know somebody Tiny Prince, right? Right. So you also have a huge passion going back to the, the hockey hall of fame, parent hall of fame it was actually girls hockey. Yep. Uh, Peyton, your oldest uh, played hockey at white bear Lake. Yep. Um, walk through your passion for women's hockey and, and how you want to, you know, maybe bar stool or not bar stool, uh, pull tab uh, to get involved with it. I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> uh, we're a long. I, we've been saying bar, you and I have been saying bar stool and pull ways, tab. We're a yeah. long ways away, but hey, we're building it. Someday you'll donate five hundred thousand yeah. dollars to a charity. Yeah, I'm a fan. So, uh, yep, my daughter, um, uh, club hockey all American, Boston College. I'm pretty yeah. happy I said that. But no, so I even the first hockey parent Hall of Fame story. Surprisingly, I think to many is that was a, a women's hockey parents. Mm -hmm. Those were girls' hockey parents that I think, if you watch it, are as crazy as any boys' hockey parents. Especially the first couple of minutes. Yeah, so I I love I love girls' hockey. I think it's short shifted even in Minnesota. Um, and even if I'm putting the camera back on myself, you know, Tony, we we were we were intending to treat girls' hockey as well as we did boys' hockey. I don't know that we always did that with Game On. Um, you know, but I think it's something you got to actively do you know you got to understand that there's nuance and stories 
and Zumwinkle is just as interesting as Kukinen. Is that right? Yeah, look yeah. At, look yeah. at me. Yeah. I know what's I know what's going on, but I uh, and I know Zumwinkle's in college. But um, <laughs> I uh, no, I think women's hockey is a huge culture, um, but it needs help. Like my daughter, she can't even find a beer league you know, team to play in. She's in Boston and she'll end up playing with guys. She'll figure it out. She'll probably find a friend that played club boys and she'll get in there and she'll be the one girl in beer league. Now think of all these girls. The numbers on girls hockey has been huge over the last 10 years. They got to build their culture the same way boys culture has changed and and they should all be playing Tuesday nights at the Hippodrome as well, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. I, I I agree with you on the uh, our staff here. Peter and Todd are doing have did, they did a girls high school hockey podcast, and Danny and I kind of chuckle at their their little following. But but it's, it's growing. It's doubled every year. It was like yeah. sixty followers, one hundred twenty followers, two hundred forty mm-hmm. followers. So it's like it's growing, and you just I think the advice I could give you is like and, and us at Game On is just to keep after it. Keep doing it. Keep pushing down, and, and people will slowly but surely come around to it. I do. I do. Close circuit to girls hockey players. Some girl, I know you're out there. Just do a straight up Patrick Kane mullet at the girls state tournament. <laughs> just do it. What do you got to lose? Your hair's going to grow back. Yeah. You're already a hockey player. I, I'm just shocked that hasn't happened. It's all ponytails and sport rap. We need some sport rap, sport rap, sport rap, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Don't it's, say it's, that. Did you just say that? I want stripes. We have I to want, edit this part out. No, I do I wanna, not want I wanna, that. I, do I wanna. Not. I would mm. love it. It would be. <laughs> it, they're all hockey players, man. It's not that big a deal. I know there's some cowgirls out there that would do that for sure. Well, there's a lot of cowgirls and cowboys who listen to this show, and I'm sure they were entertained here by you today. Uh, thanks for coming in, John King uh, from Pull Tab Sports, joining us here on the High School Hockey Podcast. Thank you guys for bringing me in for what's a real big show for you i'm so happy that hockey's coming back maybe i'll be one of those 150 fans somewhere out there thanks tony and especially thanks john that was a lot of fun yeah good stuff um so i'll take your word for it (laughs) carl again was not present during the interview if you couldn't tell he was sunbathing yes he was doing better things he told us that's right (laughs) even though he's two hours ahead of us right now yes he is (laughs) okay we talked about Class 2A. Let's talk about Class A. Let's do it. Let's do it. You ready? Yeah, we started off Class 2A with rankings. So let's do Class A rankings, Tony. I got them right here. I'm the Class A guy. Um, okay. I, I think this one is pretty easy. Uh, the number one team. Or you don't want explanation. You don't want to, I'll, I'll go. We'll do it just like Carl. I'll mm-hmm. read them off, and you guys criticize me. We'll make, make strange choices in the background. That's fine. Groan. A lot of groaning would be fine. Uh, number one, East Grand Forks. Mm. Number two, Hermantown. Mm-hmm. Number three, War Road. Mm-hmm. Number four, <laughs> defending state champion, Matamidae. Mm. Number five. <laughs> just sticking it to you now. <laughs> number five, Little Falls. <laughs> number six, it was kind of like a permanent spot and fixture in the state tournament now, Delano. We got like Beaker uh-huh. on the other line. Number seven, uh, this is one of my favorite teams of the year, Duluth Denfeld. They're going to be fun. West side. Um, number oh. eight, um, I can't read my own writing, Gentry Academy. 
number nine, Dodge County. And drum roll, please. Number 10, Sartell. Who do you have on the outside looking in? Oh, I got some. I got me some Mankato East and some St. Paul Johnson. Well, let's talk about one of those then. Mankato East. Be a good team. They are. They return. Oh, is that your segue into 1A? That's one, my segue one into right. 1A. All right. No problem. I, I think a 1A is going to be a two-horse race this year. It's going to be a good race, too. Yeah. And their, yeah. their section semi last year was outstanding. Yeah. It was really good. And so you have Mankato East that returns Leighton Liffridge. Liffrig. Oh, you, you, Tomato. We, Todd, Tomato. Todd Hawk here nicknamed him when he was in Pee Wee's the Lift Bridge. Because <laughs> he was huge. <laughs> That's a good nickname. He was like six feet tall as a, as a seventh grader. I, If this was a normal season, I would think that he would have 80 points this year. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's definitely the player to watch for them. They don't have a great schedule this year. Ooh, probably not. Um, their best matchup is actually their section rival this year, and that's going to be Dodge County. Well, they'll get Mankato West a couple times. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I'm going to definitely gonna be... go see both those teams play this year. That'll be on my checklist. You're going to go to Hockey Day? Oh. See, oh. <laughs> too, too Would that soon? have been oh. this weekend? <laughs> it could have been. No, that was that, that was the like winter later, classic. Later winter classic would have been this. Yeah, weekend. I saw a lot of tweets like, "Oh, yeah, today would have been winter classic." You know, yeah. No, I think they're going to be a good team. They're they're not just Leighton Lifford. They got a they got a lot of depth. This group, when they were Pee Wee single A's, when in seventh grade, they were a state semifinalist, I believe. So, let's talk about the other team in the section, Dodge County. Mm, tasty. They have every one. kid from Rochester left Rochester and they're in Dodge County to play with Brody Lamb for last year and this year. It, it's Brody Lamb is the real deal. Yep. Um, what else do they have around them? I, I don't really know off the top of my head. The kid named Matt something. I'm bad with names today. Okay, who's okay. always played with him on his team? Um, I just think it's a decent team. You know, they were great last year. I think they'll, they're will they the favorite to win the section this year. They also play Little Falls this year. Really? That's a good game. And they play really? St. Cloud Cathedral, too. Which That's is a good game, too. That's a good game. And, and so I think we'll have a good understanding of where Dodge County is at, too. They play Mankato East, so we'll see that. But we'll kind of see as a great picture of where they're at compared to the other um, teams in Class A as well which yeah. is something that we don't normally get a say about 1A teams, at least. No, it's going to be a fun year. I just hope to God I don't have 10. I, I literally have eight tournaments, six tournaments and eight weekends the next starting next weekend. Any so. kids playing winter sports? And no kids playing winter sports, though. So it's kind of yeah. balances it out, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> no more cheer competitions and nothing. I'm... Pretty much home free. Free as a bird. So it's going to be kind of like that with all these tournaments we're having to reschedule. So we'll do our best. I'm, I'm, we'll, our podcast will be a lot of late nights, Sunday nights, but uh, we'll get her in. That being said, who do you got in this section? Dodge County or Mankato East? It seems like Dodge County is like the fashionable pick. So I'm going to go against fashion, and I'm going to take Mankato East. Carl? Yeah, I was going to say that too. I just think East is deeper. I'll go Dodge County then, but I, the fact, 
going to a tournament prior year always means success for the following year. Uh, I agree with that. And it's so hard to argue that we we see it. You know, Lake Fillmore North did it when they won thirty one and zero. Grand Rapids did it when they no. won what? Uh, what? No, no, no. Okay, I, I see what you're saying now. Never mind. Okay, yeah. I thought you were saying. North went to state after they were thirty-one. No, which they did. No, no, <laughs> no. They lost to Farmington. If you recall, that's yeah. a good call. Yes. Um, okay, let's move on to two A. Delano, Delano, Delano to lose. Bueller, Bueller. <laughs> Adam Brown is returning for okay. his senior year. Yep. He is big. Big strong kid. I remember meeting him when we were doing he was the a sophomore, and he. He, he was, towered over us then. I know. And so he's going to be a force in this section for sure. Um, His little brother, Will, is a good player too. Really? Yeah. They also have a Gunnar Paulson coming back, Jesse Peterson's on their Any squad. Any Hollinans on the team? Probably three at least. There's finished descent on this <laughs> roster. I just don't know the last names. <laughs> All right. Um they have a decent schedule, actually. They'll play Holy Family twice. Matamidi, Matamidi again. Um, uh, Chaska and Orno twice. Yeah. And Speaking of, when we talked about a lot of podcasts, I interviewed Garrett Van Berg, and his story was fantastic. And his story is probably one of the most listened to podcasts. So those Finlanders had their iPhones out listening to, to his podcast because his, <laughs> his story is fantastic. I got to listen to that one. It's good. Good guy. Really good guy. Other teams in this section, you've got Orono. They have now graduated everybody from their state championship team, so yep. they're, they're not the same team. And a lot of those Orono kids are turning over. They they're end up moving out. It's just really weird. They're moving to Minnetonka at the youth level. They're moving to Chaska. Well, we saw it with and Lucas Jorgensen, and too. Go, yeah, holy family. Yeah. They're going to, to Benilde, Just like, like Limesand. Of, of, of Ghettos of Long Lake. Yeah, it, it's the strangest <laughs> thing. And, and, and the thing about it is their coach, Will Scholes, is yeah. one of the most down-to-earth good guy. Yeah. Who wouldn't want to play for that guy? It's, you know? Good, good school, good rink, you know, good facilities. They just updated them everything, too. everything. Yeah. It's a little bit of a mystery to me. Yeah, so I, I don't get that either. Um, they also play Montemitai. They add Monticello. That's kind of the difference between. Well, he used to Will used to be in the Bantam coach at Monticello. That would probably. It, it is kind of cool when you do look at these schedules. You can kind of see there's overlap of connections. Yes, and, and uh, because that had to be done during this season of scheduling. Right. Um, any any other teams that I'm missing in two? Is uh, do you see Breck doing anything? Minneapolis. No. Armstrong Cooper made a run last year, but no. I don't see that happening again. Great run, wasn't it? Yeah, that was oh, fun. Oh, that would have been great. But I I think this is Delano's to lose for sure. Uh, what about you, Carl? Yeah, I don't. I think that's a pretty straightforward pick here. Uh, something also to note is that um, Orno was 21-3-1 in season last year. I I looked that up, and I forgot about that. And they had a really good squad last year. They just lost to Armstrong Cooper. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's just interesting of note. Okay, 3A. I don't have much notes here. Yeah, the crickets are kind of needed. It, is it going to be Litchfield, Hutch, Marshall, 
I, I mean, I don't have anything. I don't have anything either. Three A, please let us know. <laughs> maybe New Alm. New, New Alm, maybe. Yeah, a little bit more than everyone else. I don't know. Back. We sound like you know what we sound like right now. Like Rube, conference Rube, Rube High School hockey guys who don't know anything about. We just ho- stick to that one sixty nine cord. It's all we watch. <laughs> I just feel like we're that guy right now, but there really isn't much to go off of from last year. Hutchinson got blown out in their game. And, yeah, it wasn't and, pretty, and they they kind of walked away from the section. I don't, you know, usually there's like a player or two, you know, like Laverne had their studs, and and and, and Lich, Lich has, has had some studs. studs. It's like there's just not the stud right now that we can kind of glom onto to have as a front runner. We'll, we'll find them. Trust yeah. me. When they start playing and someone is 13-0 and 0 out there, we'll, we'll, we'll know who we'll you know are. We'll it, come it, watch you, too. Yeah, and that's, that's, that's the nothing. difference. It, yes. I. There isn't a game that I'm not willing to drive to watch. As long as it let us in the building. <laughs> <laughs> that is a very true <laughs> statement. Every single year. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. 4A. We'll start with the front runners here. And that's Monomedi. Obviously, their biggest thing that's returning is their goaltender, and Benny Dardis is one of the top goaltenders in the state. Unbelievable. He had such a good season last year. Amazing state tournament championship game. He, he's he's really the, the reason why they're a top team. And then you add in Adam Johnson, Ethan Peterson, J.D. Metz, like oh. – the DAP team. It's a great team. It's going to be a really good team. They lose Nikolai Dulak and Colin Hagstrom, kind of the heart of their team last year, but this is a team that still has a lot of their core left. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, oh. you, you you talk about Brock Faber. You know who could be on this team is Ryan Chesley, from, uh, who just committed to University of Minnesota. He's a shadow kid at the mm. National Level. He's a Matamidi kid. He'd look really good yeah. on that D-line, blue line for those guys right now. Um, so something I've mentioned a lot today is Matamidi already because they're on everybody. You've got to get an A-plus, don't they? They get an A-plus, and okay, let good. me tell you why. So they have Hill twice. They play Benilde. They play St. Michael Elverville. They play St. Thomas twice. Eden Prairie they have scheduled, and they have Orno and Delano in the Class A. But here's where they get an A-plus is they have Tartan. St. Paul Johnson, St. Paul Academy, South St. Paul, and Simley. All their sections. All their section opponents. So not only is their non-conference an A+, but they also were able to get every one of their section opponents. Postal, hats off to this one. This was of, this was really good. Yeah. Uh, Northfield's probably not in there, though, right? The strange. I mean, yeah. Northfield is to 4AA what Creighton is to is yeah. 4A, but Creighton is the 6 It yeah. makes no sense at all. Northfield not on their schedule, Tony, is just this. That's the difference between a 98 and a 99%. Okay? So I'm not really parsing I this. I totally agree with you. I was just making yes. fun. I was yes. making fun of the section. Yes, yes. Uh, it's also kind of fun that they open with Hill. So we got the immediate clash of the state champions. That yeah. is pretty cool. Carl, ooh, what's your takeaway on Monomedi right now? I think you wanted them higher. Um, actually, I, uh, I think you misinterpreted my strange, oh. Oh, uh, okay. ambiguous noise. Um, <laughs> I'm actually curious to hear why Tony doesn't think Gentry is a top five team. Okay. I got up at number eight. Carl, oh, why yeah, should but, they be, uh, uh, number, um, uh, number five? Well, the forum says so, and the forum is never wrong. Oh, here we go. Oh, uh, okay. 
uh, again, <laughs> can I ask this? Why should they be number five? Yeah, just a lot of incoming talent, right? Okay, Tony, why did you put them at eight then? They didn't. They haven't won. They've, this this high school's never won a section game. Yeah, I you gotta win a section game before you. You have to have history to make history. Before you get in the top five? Like, yeah, you're in the top five. Do I believe that they could end up there? Sure. I mean, again, this this year rankings, as Carl knows, is going to be really hard to do because Mm -hmm. Gentry, you don't know who they're going to play. I mean, I haven't seen their schedule yet, but they're not going to get access to a lot of great teams. Mm -hmm. Uh, East Grand and and World are going to play each other, and then that's about it. So we don't really know how – if they split, who do we know? How do we know that they're any good? The comparisons are going to be really tricky, you know. Meanwhile, Hermittown's going to be fourteen and seven, or what would be eleven and seven. Well, same with Montemudi, hypothetically. Yeah, they're going to be eleven and seven, you know, but they're going to be really good games. Yeah, or they could be seven and eleven. They still to be the number one seed yeah, in that section. Well, they could be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no kidding. So. so. Another team worth noting in this section is St. Paul Johnson. Yeah, I, they were just outside my top ten. Again, not the same, you know, like for like. But these kids won a uh, Pee Wee State Championship up in Greenway, up in Coleraine, in 2016 with Blade Pagreba, and uh, it was a really good team. Uh, Grant, a lot of those kids ended up at Hill Murray and a few other schools like Leo Gruba and those guys. But still. Nice team, a lot of, lot of, lot. There were a lot of East Side kids on that team, and I think this team won't. It won't shock me to see if they get to the section final this year. And they had a good season last year as yeah. well. Um, I think they were the number two seed, maybe two seed or three seeds, uh, but they lost right away. Yep. Um, okay, who do you, uh, I think everybody's in agreement? Montemita, yeah, no doubt. Unless wait, yeah. unless Mister Carl, since they're a top five team, wants to go Gentry. Nah, I'll stick with the Zephyr. Oh, oh, oh okay, <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Mister Chatter guy. I, I mean, right. like, uh, it, it, you you didn't have any objections that Montemudi was number four, but Gentry had to be five. So That's just, right. I mean, they're like one spot away from each other. I digress. I don't, I don't want to belittle the point. You're bullying him. <laughs> All right, section five. This anyway. is similar, <laughs> similar to three, right? Similar. Oh, yep, crickets. Uh, I think uh, I feel like Monticello has just sort of become the, the default front front runner in this section. Again, I'm going to get crap from the Monticello people, but when your high school is like, you know, eleven hundred people, and then you're, yeah, and then you're, uh, you know, a, a combine or you co-opt with another school, I think this team should be a double A team. Yeah, they I don't think they're double A quality, but they get a really easy pass in the state tournament every year. And, and they do have some good opponents this year. They play Cathedral, Alexandria, Orono. They have they play team. Saint Mike too. I bet. Yeah, they, yeah. They play the best schedule of the five eighteens, which probably helps them. Yeah, that, that and, too. and the fact that they have an established youth program and a two rinks and the whole deal. I mean, they have all the advantages of uh, as a double A team. They should be double A. Yeah, and Cody Kroll, I'm pretty sure is. Gone. Cody Kroll was North Branch. Gone. He's yeah, gone. gone. Well, a, I'm just thinking of other things. In, in this, yeah, in that in section. section. Yeah, that yeah. yeah. He could have. Princeton? Yeah. Princeton, I don't see doing. Um, and then Pine City would be the other nope. one. And nope. I, I have no respect for anything from Pine City. None. <laughs> None at all. 
<laughs> Giving right. some love to Drew there. Sorry. What else we got? That's uh, that's, that's that's it. Five. I'd say Monticello. Yeah, I don't have yeah. just on sheer size. Prove me wrong, five A. This is kind of like the same thing as three. Show that you're something, and we'll we'll come see you. I agree. All right, now six. Six is juicy. Six I like. Mm, I know. And it's different names this year. I know. That's, that's the, what makes it interesting. Let's start with St. Cloud Cathedral and why it's different names this year. St. Cloud Cathedral lost nearly Everyone. everybody. Yeah. Everyone. And like, like John Bell would have been a returning senior, um, and I think he's staying in Bismarck. Right, he, sh- he should. He's very good. Yeah, so he's staying in Bismarck, and then you have uh, who else would be coming back? Is Cummings was Cummings coming back? Would he? No, I don't know. Cummings would have been graduated. I'm just trying to think of second liners. I'm trying to think. You know, the only one would have been. I can see the kid too. Um, his dad was a St. Cloud Player of the Year in the, in the '80s. Was. I can't think of his name right now. It, either way. I'm, I'm totally fried. My brain is completely fried. And that's okay. We'll use what we can. But, <laughs> uh, long story short, I don't think they have a lot coming back. They'll be decent, but they won't be. They're not the St. Cloud of the last three, five no, years. Or no, no, like no, 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 no. Now, they will be again because this is a team that is a perennial team in Class A. And they'll go get good players. No question about it. Exactly. No question about it. So let's talk about the team that's probably the front runner right now, and I would say Little Falls. Easily. Best goalie in the state. Mm-hmm. One of the best three goalies in the state. Who is it? Ooh. Oh, I'm totally drawing a blank. I know his dad's name. His dad's the head coach, Tony. Played at Couture. North Dakota. Couture. Dane Couture. Thank yes. you. Sorry. <laughs> Again, I need some hints here. <laughs> it's been a long day yeah, for Tony. Dane <laughs> Couture uh, is a great goaltender from Little Falls. Um, they're going to have – when they were Bantams, uh, they went to state. Uh, two years ago, three years ago, and uh, over in Minneapolis when you were at the state tournament, they yep. were there. Um, deep team, lots of talent. Forward D, uh, Johnson brothers are there. Hayden and can't think of the other ones. Colton, um, just good team, really good team. Sartell returns a lot year over year because this was a young team last year. They were in the state tournament as well. Really? Yeah. Um, so uh, I think that, and, and, and they were a really good team, uh, as Bantams, but again, Sartell's kind of like the casino of, of class A hockey, lots of talent, plenty of success at the youth level, making state tournaments, yep. great players, you know, kids who go on to play college hockey like Spencer Meyer, but mm-mm, just never been able to do it at the high school level. They're the class A casino. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last one, Alex. Boy, I don't know. I, this this shouldn't be a, should be a pretty decent team, but you know they the the North Star Christian Academy there. They're taking a lot of their best players right out from underneath them, and I'm I'd be interested to see how this relationship in five years looks. You know, mm-hmm. their best player from a couple years ago is a senior this year. Again, totally drawing a blank on it. And they name. have a new head coach this year, too. Brand new. Played at, uh, I did a podcast with him, and I can't remember his name. <laughs> Josh something. He went to UMD. <laughs> played in the early 2000s. I cannot get his last name. Josh Myers, you are, are you having a stroke? I must have be having yeah. a stroke. <laughs> this is bad. Yeah. Uh, uh, Carl, nice guy. Uh, you, <laughs> nice guy. I can't tell you. <laughs> 
<laughs> I could not tell you his last name. These people name. really moved you. <laughs> Come on. I guess. Yeah. Gosh, it was a great podcast. I, just I don't bet know it was name. memorable to say the least. Josh Myers. I was right. Thank you very much. Alex Hockey. Here's his phone number right there. I got it. Uh, Carl, you were him and Han when we were talking about Alex. Did you have anything to add there? Mm, not particularly. I think, yeah. And it's. I still think this is really a two-team race between Little Falls and Sartell, but they've got enough depth that oh, it could be a spoiler. Okay. Anybody want to take Sartell? You want to take them, Carl? No. I I think this. the Flyers are going back to the tournament. I think so, too. And that would it would be fun to see them again. I agree. Yeah, you're welcome. All right, seven. Well, talking about perennial powerhouses in the state tournament, let's talk about Hermantown. All right, what's there to talk about? They got one of the best five players in the state. Yeah, maybe the best player in the state. You think about it. I mean, that guy can take over a game. He's a man. So, and Joey's. Uh, Mr. Hockey Candidate too, right? Yeah, he'll be a finalist. He'll be yeah. a for sure a finalist. Yeah, I think we we missed talking about him, but he's for sure a finalist. Yeah, no question. No question about it. Yeah, and he can take over a game. He's a bowling ball out there. Yeah, I think he's going to – I think he might be the difference between um, any of these teams, you know, especially Denfeld and, and Hermantown. They just – Denfeld won't have a Joey Pierce. So – Let's, Joey Pierce is their back end. What's their skill on the front end now? Well, they also have a, a sophomore coming in who was a Bantam Player of the Year finalist, Ty Hansen. He, he's an elite league type of kid. Um, you also have um, Zam Plant, who was our Bantam Player of the Year last year, and our Pee Wee Player of the Year was Wyatt Player of the Year. I mean, this kid is unbelievable. And he was in the elite league top five, top ten scorers. Uh, he's got a hockey IQ. He's like a Joe Miller type player. Great hockey IQ. Uh, just I a where that came from. total rink rat, <laughs> you know, total rink rat. And you know, everyone thinks about, you know, you, you think about his dad, Derek, right? Played played in the NHL. Should have won the Hobie Baker Award. Um, and weren't you, Carl, was telling me that when he was the, there would be kids running around in Duluth? No, Eric with, was. Who was saying yeah, Eric yeah. Zimmerman? So yeah. I guess yep, kids would yep. be. Wearing Buffalo Sabres Derek Plant jerseys and uh, around the area or on, on the pond and just give you what a legend Derek was. But the funny part about it is Zam's mom, Christy, was was just as good an athlete, uh, played hockey all the way up to Bantams, wow. uh, played softball and basketball at UMD. <laughs> um, and the funny part about it is uh, uh, Blake Biondi's, uh mom and dad, Joe, and I think, can't think of her last name introduced him they introduced him (laughs) oh really yeah so it's kind of a neat story uh zam is a fantastic kid great player really again another one of these kids from hermitown you just want to cheer for you know great kid and uh they'll be a great team this year how tall is he i don't know he's is he shorter he's five eight five nine right now yeah not big uh, not big what 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 word would you use to describe that is he short? You say, don't say stubby. Stick and stub. It's not a stubby. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, not a lot of sophomores have the success in the elite league that, that the kid like Zam has had, you know? Yeah, his numbers are comparable to Casey. I was going to say he has Casey Milstadt type projections, you know? Mm-hmm. He's going to be that type of kid. Their opponent in this section is... Uh, 
Duluth Denfeld. Tony, you have them ranked what? I got Denfeld at seven. Um, again, goes back to I watched the tape. I've watched these kids. Um, I, I just maybe there's just like a soft spot for for Denfeld. Uh, I think when these kids were were squirts, they won the Gary Morgan Park won the won the uh, squirt championship in the city. They which for people who don't know Duluth, that's pretty unique. It's a unique thing. Westsiders don't win that, and, and particularly Gary, because that's like that's this is the far west side. It's not like you know Piedmont has some you know Hermantown light to it, but yeah, <laughs> the, the far deep west, west. Deep west. Pra- practically Proctor. <laughs> um, so they they've done well. They've been in Pee Wee State championship, Pee Wee State tournaments, Bantam State tournaments at the Class A level. Um, none of these kids have left. To Hermantown, none of these kids have left to Marshall, at least uh, on the grade A side of it. I just love this story. I, I it would be kind of like the Greenway story, upsetting Hermantown in the in the section final. It'll be along the same lines, uh, where if they won, it would be fantastic for West Duluth. Okay, who do you have coming out of this section, Carl? Hermantown. I I think that. I don't see Hermantown losing right now. It would really take a a lot to knock yeah, them off. I, I was at that section final last year, and yes, Denfeld will be a little better, but it was there was still a gulf between them. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Denfeld just for the sake of I'm gonna go kind of with the same angle as uh, as uh, Greenway from a couple years ago. I think that they're just gonna they're gonna find a way. Did you like find that the magic? Carl also dropped a Caribbean term there. What did there's, he say? There's a golf. Oh, there's a golf there, isn't there? Golf of Mexico, maybe? <laughs> Sometimes people pick up on my little things. I like it. I like it. All right, we're one section away, and I have two top three teams in it. Which Let's one, hear it. Which one do you want to start with? Start with the top. Okay, East Grand Forks. They have a Mr. Hockey, potential hockey, Mr. Hockey finalist there in, in Landon Parker. Okay. Uh, they got a great blue line. Yeah. A, a great yeah, blue they line. Do. Uh, they have two deep first, you know, top two lines, maybe even three good lines. This is the best team in the state at, at Class mm-hmm. A. There is no question this is the best team in the state. If, if, if the other publications don't put them number one, don't read that publication. I'm telling you right now, <laughs> this team is deep. I'm serious. This is the number one team in the state, bar none. Stop reading anything. This is They're better than Hermantown. Barnum, they're better than Hermantown. You just put something on the they're than, they're, board. They're, they're, yeah. better, they're better than Montemedi. They're better than Montemedi. They're better than World. Even World will admit it. I was in World for three days, and even they go, yeah, next year is their year. Like, they know this is EGF's year. And, you know, they were good without Jackson Panzer. You add Jackson Panzer into the mix, <clears throat> they're legit. This team will be in the state tournament. They'll be on playing on Friday. Okay. There you go. <laughs> what about the world. other team in eight? <laughs> world, fantastic team. I just think they're super young. Um, they, but they were at state last year. Yeah, and and I'm just saying now they're they're two years away. This is not their year. Um, two years ago uh, in Moorhead at the state title, they they won the state championship with a lot of these same kids. Shaga Bay, Shaga Bay, all those kids were on that team. And then down in the Twin Cities, uh, their Pee Wee. A team is in the state semifinals. So they got like four classes of studs, but they're in 10th grade right now. 
They're just You they're, see what I'm saying? Yeah. Just uh-huh. give East Grand their time. They're going to get their due this year. They're going to they're going to win, but after this year, it's going to be heavy warroad for like 3 years, 3 or 4 years. That's exciting. Though. Yeah, it's it's great. We love seeing the warroad jersey in the state tournament. We love seeing that East Grand jersey in mm-hmm. the state tournament. It's fun to see. It's a blast, especially when they're good. Yeah, they are good. They are really good. Okay. I think Tony has tried to sell us on one team in this section, Carl. I'm not selling Ooh, anything. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> they'll do the selling for me. Okay. Carl, are you buying what Tony's putting down? Uh, maybe I guess my better judgment, sure. I'll take East Grand. <laughs> um, I'll take East Grand this year. Yep. Just because I, I don't, like you said, War Road is very skilled, but they don't have as many skilled and as deep yep. as East Grand. East Grand is the only big question is goalie do they have a goalie i don't know how many shots they're gonna face though <laughs> yeah put an orange cone well, back there don't need a goalie if you don't have any they have a good goalie coach too they do they really do i, knew, they I a, knew that kid would make the show eventually <laughs> and they have a really scary assistant coach yes yes My favorite. <laughs> okay that's what i have i want to do one other thing before we go yeah Who's going to win state both classes? And I want your Mr. Hockey pick. Pick or pick? pick. We had the always so we go, oh, okay. Do I get to go last here? <laughs> sure. Because I'm not really sure I can remember their last name. <laughs> I always get to go last. <laughs> That's fine. Do you want me to go first then, Carl? Would that help you? Yeah, you go first, Danny. Okay. I'm going to go with a tried and true here and a team that knows how to win. I'm going to go Maple Grove. And. Then I'll go East Grand on that. Ah. Uh, huh? Hermantown. I'll go Hermantown. Ooh. So Maple Grove, Hermantown, Jackson Hallam. The draft pick is why I have Jackson Hallam. And Jackson Hallam is a fantastic player. No question. Okay. Carl, because Tony does not want to go next. I, it would be a bad right. for the show if I went next. Oh, oh, because I'm the star of the show. No, no. <laughs> I'm going to have a very similar pick, so I don't want to. <laughs> it would be the deal. They did the same damn picks. And I know Carl will be different than me. Uh, sorry. Okay. Um, well, my picks are going to be Hillmarie. I guess I said it earlier, so I'll stick with it. Um, so then why wouldn't Hillmarie be number one in the state? That's always confusing with So Carl. confusing. Oh. So you, can win, you can win the state tournament when you're not the most talented team. Oh. Oh. oh, oh coaching. Yeah, yeah. uh-huh. Mm. Interesting. Right. Like Is it. Grand Rapids in the final? <laughs> <laughs> no, they're at Mariucci. Oh. Wow. Oh, All right. Go. Keep going. Class A, uh, I think you know, Tony's just sold me. I'm going to go with East Grand Forks. Okay. If you read any, don't read any other publication. You don't need to. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, who's your Mr. Hockey winner? I am also going with Hallam. (sighs) You saw him play last year at Eveleth, Carl, and he just stole the show immediately. And that's – I've seen him play enough. Yeah, yeah. All right, you guys ready? I'm ready. Well, we all kind of copied each other, you know? Okay. So I'm going Maple Grove Double A. Okay. I'm going East Grand Forks. Obviously, I can't go. Well, actually, I think yeah. it's gonna be Hermantown. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that would be really bad for him. 
joinks. <laughs> yeah, I really like them to start the year at number one, but they won't win state. You know, state final. I mean, look at that Matamini team. I mean, they 12. Did you know they had 12 tournament appearances without making a state final? Yeah. And then they won the yeah. state title. Yeah, That's we're crazy. friends with the Matamini person. That, that is crazy. We reminded of that. You know what I mean? So nobody saw that coming. Not, well, e- not even... Hey, in the third period, I didn't see it coming. Okay, where was I stand? I, I always joke. I, I was standing down in the Herm in the in. I was on Ben Dardis because I knew that that Hermantown was going to eventually score. Sure, and Peter yeah. got the game winning picture. Well, I'm stuck down there, stuck <laughs> in my thumb. You know? I, I I was. I was calling it with Zach, and like during one of the breaks, I was like, Zach, I have nothing to say about Matamita. <laughs> They're not controlling any play, and it's all Hermantown. It was crazy. <laughs> all Absolutely artists. crazy. All right. Um, I'm going to go Maple Grove. Okay. Um, I think they're the number one team in the state. I talked earlier why. They're just so deep. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish they had a tougher schedule. I wish they played the Dinas and the Wyzettas a little bit more. Uh, that could come up, uh, could haunt them a little bit. And I'm going to go East Grand Forks, and I'm going to go Kyle Kukinen. Okay. He's the best all-around hockey player, and he will show that this year, and people will just go, He is wow. a very, very special player, and he has a chip on his shoulder after a lot of Yeah. That, I, mean, I mean, Jackson Helms already got, you know, he's going to Michigan. He's, you know, he's drafted the NHL. I'm not saying that he's not hungry. You're going to see what hungry looks like this year from Kyle Kukin. And that's exciting. And it's going to be great. Just, you know, hopefully he doesn't get hurt again because you saw, and even he was the, the NHL player of the month or player of the week in his short stay up in Minot, you know. So you see that he's back to 100% right now. And it's going to be fun to watch. On Olympic size ice. On Olympic size. It doesn't matter. <laughs> he could be playing bandy. It wouldn't matter. Kyle Kukin's going to find a way to win. Always has, always will. Okay. That's what. What a fun show. I, I, you know, huge thanks to uh, John King for joining us. If you haven't yet, check out his uh, YouTube video that he made about the Hockey Parent Hall of Fame. Just YouTube. You can find it on Game On Minnesota. You can go find it on YouTube as well, Hockey Parent It is Hall hilarious. It's a 20-minute little documentary. It's, it's very well done. Yeah. I uh, hope you join it. I uh, appreciate uh, Carl uh, joining us from the Virgin Islands. Danny for helping put together a great show. And our sponsor, the Minnesotan. Great, great apparel. You know, pants, shirts, hoodies, jackets, hats, cool hats, stocking caps. John was wearing a hat Lodge earlier. Logic hat. They got everything. If you want to tour through the state of Minnesota and a little bit of Hall of Fame, Go up to their store, check it out in White Bear Lake. It's awesome. If you can't get to the store, go online, use YHH as your as a code, and you'll get 15% off. For Danny Ryan, Carl East, I'm Tony Scott. Thanks for tuning in.